Oh, I don't got you here. Hang on. Where are you? There you are. There you are. Oh, I was like, oh, I got on the wrong thing. There we go. I ruined it there for a second. <laughs> I forgot that I, d I didn't have your camera position on. Uh, hi, everybody. How's it going? Oh, are, are you doing a uh, transition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can you can have scene transitions. I, I need uh, to learn about this. They're just, they're just like a little thing. And you can have the swipe. You can have like the dip to black, which is one of my favorites. And, uh, you know, but I, I kind of like the swipe. Oh, I I forgot that I even had a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I, w I was outside uh, working on the house today, and I just like had this hat on all day. I mean, I guess if you don't have hair, uh, it's probably easy to forget that you got a hat on. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so, I, as I said in, in the tweet, I said it's no longer Halloween, but I still wanted to play Ghouls and Ghosts because this is one of my favorite games of all time. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be playing on professional. Hopefully I can, I can finish it. I, you know, I've you actually... Want played through this game on stream but it was never the headliner i felt like right. it, it deserved to be a headliner and it's just like it's just a it's just a comfy pick it, it might be my favorite genesis game i mean it's, it's i mean which would probably make it like your favorite game yeah one of my yeah i mean <laughs> it's 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 very up there and uh specifically this version i'm a big fan of the genesis version uh i have played the super graphics version on stream before and it kicked my butt because it has limited continues and that's one of the great things about this is it has unlimited continues uh you know our, our buddy drumble uh was was not especially a fan of this version which i know just like blows your mind well no i mean i can i can understand it uh, i i was kind of i was watching the the chat before before the stream and some people are saying oh i could never make it past the first level on this uh, so, I mean, I think that a lot of it comes down to how much time people are willing to put into it. I've just, I've played it through it so many times over the years that it's just like, it's just a really safe choice for me. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I like what I've played of it. I haven't, you know, made the effort to play through it yet, but, uh, uh I like what I've played by, I know you're kind of like, you're, you're a little bit against the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, it just feels Which, really slow to me. Uh, I, mean, I hate that you can't shoot up a, and down. Coming from a Nintendo background, uh, you know, I it, it it surprised me to hear you say that because you know that's that's always been like the premier Ghouls and Ghosts game in the Nintendo realm. Yeah. Well, I think this is a is a much better game. So we're gonna we're gonna do it. Uh, I saw some people saying, oh, I forgot that they started at 8. Yep, we're going to be starting at 8 from going But on. really, it's the same time. Right. If well, you, I mean, uh, if, yeah. if you pretend Daylight Savings didn't happen, it's the same, like, it's the same t start time on, you know, the Earth's rotation. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, we're only going to But be... we're going to keep it at 8, even when the time changes again. Exactly. Yeah, just going forward, it's just going to be 8 o'clock from now on. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure some folks in, like, Mountain Time or, uh, you know, Pacific Time might might not be done uh, with dinner yet at, at start time, but... That's okay, though. Uh, I, you know, I, I it, it should be 
overall better for everyone involved, I think, you know, get, get you all to bed a little earlier for for Monday. Yep. Well, TJ Dorsey says, uh, I was just playing this game last night and I am terrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone has to let me know if our audio levels are good. Uh, I, I put some new cables in and I got just got to make sure everything sounds good. You know, it was uh, it was a uh, kind of a happy accident when I was uh, editing Analog Frontiers Part Two, uh, and you sent me your on-camera um, segment, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you had um, ghouls and ghosts on your TVs in the background, and uh, I hid the sh the shot aft immediately following your on-camera segment was an off CRT ghouls and ghost shot. <laughs> so, you know, it just, it, it, it went really well uh, with that. Well, I mean, I, I didn't put it on the, on the TV on purpose like that, but it's just, I put it on there because it's such a favorite of mine. Well, yeah, and it, it looked the the title screen with the blue outline around the text just yeah. looked really good against the uh, the um, the with all your blue consoles in the background. You, you were showing me some shots earlier today of the new episode you're releasing with all the EverDrive updates in it, and you've got some really cool lighting going on and yeah, your like, CRT shots now with all the different. LED lighting and stuff you've got. Yeah, I, I really made it a point to try out a bunch of different things. Uh, it's, a little, it's a little outside the box of what we normally do. Certainly like a little outside my comfort zone because I'm always, I feel like fairly conservative with my, uh, with my lighting setups. It's always like, you know, pretty neutral white balance and everything and you know you're you're playing around with blues and reds and stuff and it looks really fun <laughs> yeah yeah it was, it was fun i did it from like several different pvms and tried different uh different lighting setups i think it's fun oh you know it's funny because a lot of people i wonder if bitheads jacket video inspired me to play this at all like even like like deep down somewhere Oh, I, I definitely thought that might have been what inspired it because, uh, you know, I, I stumbled across that video somehow. You know, I don't I, I don't stay on top of the YouTube watching as much as you do. So uh, I, you know, you oh. told me apparently he's done several of these. I had no idea oh, yeah, he was he's... such an artist. I mean, he made an absolutely beautiful painting, painted recreation of the Genesis Ghouls and Ghosts box art on a denim jacket. And I mean, yeah. oh, it's, he's done a lot it's of those. really high quality work. Like I had no clue he was such an artist. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, he really started out fun. doing like Iron Maiden ones, and then he moved into like I mean, he did like one for uh, for Gyrus, and uh, I feel like he may have done it like a Truxton one, maybe. Mm -hmm. But he's done several. There was a there was a five dollar donation oh. from uh, Kyle Green. Thank you. Uh, who said, do you guys think the Mr. Core for PC Engine and PC Engine CD is good enough to replace a real PC Engine in Super SD System 3? Um. Yeah, probably. 
I mean, I, I, I don't have as much experience with the Mr. Corridor as, as I assume you do. Um, but, you know, one of the interesting things about the <laughs> Mr. Corridor, we talked about this last week. Um, you know, there's this new uh, sort of development uh, where like Artemio and uh, Raisha and a number of other people developed this YUV uh, palette for PC Engine. Uh, that is based on the colors that you get when you're using like composite or RF output from a real PC engine. Uh, and that actually has some colors that are either missing or pretty much identical uh, to one another on the RGB palette. Uh, so there are actually colors that you can get with uh, RGB or HDMI video on the Mister that uh, to date, as far as I understand, no oh, I RGB mod or emulator has <laughs> adopted. Uh, so you can, act, there are actually examples where you can see like an extra color or some extra um, detail in certain disc. sprites and tile work uh, that you cannot see on an emulator or with an RGB mod. So, I mean, that's certainly something. And I know that the Mr. Core has been uh, uh, refined using MD Fourier. So, right. you know, the, the audio should be really accurate. Uh, I, I don't I don't know a lot about any other details or any other if there are any compatibility quirks, but uh, everything I've heard would suggest to me that it, it, it probably would be a, a suitable replacement if, you know, the actual cue cards and uh, discs are not important to you. One of the things that makes this game a little bit easier is that the checkpointing is pretty generous in this game, I feel. Uh, Smoke Monster says, Mr.'s PC Engine core is cycle accurate, which is a term I don't throw around lightly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I appreciate that because, you know, a lot of people do throw around terms like, you know, the easiest one is perfect. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, you know, you know, this emulation is perfect. This, this is perfect. This, blah, 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 blah is perfect. And, I try to be really careful too about when I say perfect yeah. in like a script. Uh, you know, I might I might more casually say something is perfect. Like like it, like it runs great. You know, you can say yeah, that. Yeah, runs great or seems accurate. Ooh, you that's know? what I need right that's, there. I need that dagger. Give me that dagger. Uh, that, that, that's all. You know, vague words are your friends sometimes because you got to really think like, mm, am I making too definitive of a statement? Right. Uh, you know, you, you got to be careful with that, with that stuff. So, uh, you know, I, 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 I do appreciate uh, uh, <laughs> Smoke Monster uh, uh, being honest with uh, what he deems cycle accurate. Uh, you certainly have a better uh, uh, concept, I think, of uh, when it's appropriate to say that. Uh, you, I think you have a, a, a stronger... Uh, background and understanding uh, <laughs> the inner workings. Right. 
Uh, Kyle Green uh, uh, threw in another five dollars. Thank, well, thank you, you so much. Uh, saying also, I have an arcade board for Strikers 1945-2 that I've wanted to donate to a Mister Developer, but haven't had any takers. Any uh. ideas? Uh, that that you know that that sounds like uh, that might be a question for Smoke Monster. Yeah, uh, I don't know um, if he has any any suggestions. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure a lot of the Mister Developers have their their uh, their hands busy uh, with. I'm, I'm not sure oh. if that's uh, based on <laughs> like a common uh, arcade. One board. of the hardest parts about this game is like is dodging the weapons that you don't want. <laughs> uh, Smoke Monster says he retweeted it and get uh didn't get any any bites. But uh Yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully like almost everything of of note from, you know, the early eras of arcade will get reverse engineered eventually but i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure people are, are busy with you know the ones they've already decided they want to do or the ones that they already have access to yeah both both of the, both this game and the super nintendo game are tough i mean you know, I've said it before, you know, there was that point in nine, uh, 2008 where I had 100, well, not 100% completed, but I, I had beaten <laughs> every single game. And, and Super Ghouls and Ghosts was the last one. Yeah, I'd beaten every single game. I and it, it took you a long time. I mean, did you have to? Oh, come on. Uh, yeah, I want to say it took a few weeks. See, this is like, I don't know if I can. Ah, see? Definitely... See? <laughs> that's, that's the hardest part about the game is dodging the weapons you don't want. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean. I had it. I, what, what I escaped the, the, from it. Now what, I got the stupid the, torch. One of the classic uh, stream highlights from the early days of the backloggery was was uh ah, i fell on an axe <laughs> you know yeah you don't want those weapons you don't want especially if i played stupid... maximo uh i i have uh i actually don't have the first one but i have the second i played like one world of the second it's it's awesome i have no idea why i've not gotten around to maximo like, maximo actually... versus the army of zin it's like definitely taken yeah. after uh like an army of darkness type yeah. naming scheme. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I, I want to get the first one too. I mean, they're both pretty cheap games, especially the first. I mean, it's the first. I feel like is one of those games that you just like. Every copy you pick up is just like, oh, this isn't in great condition, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just always kind of a little trash looking. So I've and it's, always and it's liked... a CD ROM game or a CD game, which is. I always, I mean, I always get annoyed when games are CD games on, on there. On the, Why? I don't know. I, I just feel like I they like don't. The, I like the blue. Well, the blue looks cool. Sure. What is the magic for this? Oh, that's I don't right. know. I, th I think CD games on the PS2 are cool. It's just, I, I do understand that certain models maybe have a harder time reading them, though. Just running for it. 
you know, I, I just uh, finished Silent Hill 3, and I, I didn't have any problems playing the game, but when I was uh, doing the pre-stream, I was uh, playing the audio CD that came with it, and it was going fine. You know, I was just playing it on the PS2, uh, but it, it did start to skip later in the disc. Really? Uh, and that kind of concerned me, uh, but the game itself played fine. There was uh, $5 from uh, Chad Wolf, just saying the happy wo The wolf? Yeah. Uh, played uh, played Little Hope on the Backloggery stream last night for uh, for Halloween. Uh, we were able to do that last year as well with Man of Madon. We're kind of hoping that uh, supermassive games can keep up with their... Uh, you know, before Halloween release schedule of the Dark Pictures Anthology, so mm -hmm. maybe we can, like, play one every year for the next several years. Supposedly, they plan to have, like, eight games in that series, but I feel like That's no one... Serious. That's a serious dedication. I know. But, but, I they're, like but they're, if they're doing something them. different each one, then, it's, then that's a bit more fun for them, probably. Yeah, I mean, they're like... Uh, I mean, to be honest... We probably spent close to seven hours on it, so I mean, it's it's not a short game by any means—six to seven hours. Um, uh, was it was it better? Uh, yeah, I liked it in most regards better than Man of Madon. I mean, Man of Madon is good, um, but you know, until Dawn is a pretty high bar to live up to. Yeah, you know, but people talk about until Dawn, but I feel like the dark pictures anthology for whatever reason doesn't seem to have caught on as much. I, I just, I mean, I, I hope they're selling well. I just don't see people really talking about them. I, yeah. I, I mean, like, I feel like they are always like on sale or cheap. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, little hope is more like, you know, more of like a, a witchcraft story. So it's kind of more appropriate more appropriate for uh for halloween man of madonna is, is is kind of a different uh different tune of horror oh, okay. uh, bt says your streams are always poor bitrate on my lg oled very annoying i mean it looks great on mine if you uh, you know i'm using i'm using the 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 tv app uh, I've been using it to watch the streams for a while. And if you click on, if you bring up your remote and click on like the three dots where it says more, uh, and then there, there's a little bubble that's, that has quality and you can uh, manually tell it to go to uh, 1080p quality. For some reason, mine likes to go to... Um, Mine likes to lock on to 144p or whatever. Uh, and even though my internet can handle the 1080p stream, no problem. <laughs> and so I, for a long time, I, I had the same thought, like why why is it always going to 144p? But I, I, I didn't see that on the TV app that there was like an option to manually select the resolution, but there is.
I think the last time I streamed this, this was like the boss that I got stuck on the longest, mainly because I had the... You have, you have to get a specific weapon on the second loop of the game to get the real ending. Uh... Well, you do in the other ones too, but... But that's cool. So you, how how late were you up finishing it then? Um, it was probably like we started at six, and I want to say maybe wrapped up about twelve thirty or so. Oh, not bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I went to bed a little a little later than I would have liked. Uh, you know, since I I'm, I've been tending to use this time shift to get my my. My bedtime back on schedule, but I I don't think it really set me back too bad because I woke up at <laughs> I woke up at nine thirty I think, <laughs> which is like real good for me. <laughs> uh, and I'm, like, I'm I don't think to... I could possibly sleep like that late, even if I wanted to. <laughs> well, you know, my favorite thing about when he becomes a, a duck is that he he has a bow tie on. <laughs> But, you know, I, I am hoping to, to push my, my bedtime and wake time up maybe another 30 minutes tonight. I, I don't think, because I was pretty tired well before then, but uh, there was um, uh, there was $5 uh, from Jonathan Henson. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Saying, uh, reading tweets from John Lineman about his audio delay issues. Ever had gaming audio delay challenges in your non-analog setups? How'd you address it? I want to say John later said that he isolated the issue to the Xbox systems. I think, you know, Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Um, and it, it was mostly related to um, the, the, the ARC, you know, the audio return yeah. channel. Uh, which, like, I, it's, I've always heard that that's just a severely broken standard. Yeah, I always turn it off. It really is a standard. I've never gotten it to work at all. Uh, so the audio delay was because I, I guess there is, like, a bug in the chips used on all, like, current HDMI 2.1 AV receivers. And... Uh, you know, so like, apparently you should definitely not buy an HDMI 2.1 AV receiver this year. So he's going to wait to upgrade next year. But the thing is to use HDMI 2.1 features, you know, which is the whole reason he upgraded his TV. Because, I mean, I definitely understand for his work, you know, there's already more like 120 hertz content on the next gen consoles than I really expected, especially at launch. Um... So, like, he needs, like, access to that, you know, 4K 120. You know, I'm going to be able to do 1080p 120, uh, but I won't be able to do 4K 120. And, I, you know, I'm not intending to upgrade my TV anytime soon. Um, but I, I, for John's work, I think that's much more critical. Um, so, um, wow, he went down. Oh, yes, he did. Oh. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, I think it was totally related to ARC. So if he had been running it through the AV receiver, that issue wouldn't, wouldn't really be a thing. It's, and 
I don't recommend using arc at all, personally. I don't know if that would still be an issue if he was using like fiber optic output to the, I, I don't know if. Doing it. I don't know if he tried that. I mean, <laughs> that didn't go well. I, with fiber optic, I don't, I think he would be limited. I, I, I'm not sure if you can do like Atmos through fiber optic. I'm, I'm not, maybe you can, but I'm not sure. So, so I'm not sure what his current workaround is, but uh, bottom line is I wouldn't worry about it unless, darn it. you know, look, look for an HDMI 2.1 receiver next year. I'm not going to though, unless I'm like die, something I... catastrophic happens to my OLED, which let's, let's pray not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it was really a, I, I have not had that issue with, with, with my setup. I'm, I'm running all my HDMI to the receiver. And then I'm just using a fiber optic for out of my TV back to the receiver only for like um, streaming apps, you know, Netflix and whatnot, which uh, I don't notice any audio delay. Yeah. That. But I believe John said that the PlayStation systems did not have that same issue over ARC. But I, I, I in general, recommend avoiding ARC. It just seems like a really poorly defined uh, standard and feature. So. Uh, there was uh, there was also five dollars from oops, scroll down. There was five dollars from Kyle Green. With, with a question yeah. that I'm afraid I don't quite understand. Uh, said, uh, this question is for both of you. I've heard that Targsians are obviously reptilian, but don't know if this is true. Oh, Onisewa? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, I'm afraid. What, what, what is this? I Yeah, I don't know. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, and then there was uh, $5 from Craig Wan uh, saying, I gave up trying to play this game, but after seeing you play, I want to try again. <laughs> that second level always kicks my, well, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, watching Corey play certain Genesis games that I've been afraid of. Uh kind of uh, has given me some confidence too. <laughs> like with uh, like Shadow Dancer. I like this. Like, like, yeah, Shadow Dancer was definitely... Let's hang out uh, in that position right here. <laughs> yeah, Shadow Dancer, like I was super afraid of and then you just like wrecked it. Oof, I thought it was going to be... Uh, apparently my apparently my bafflement uh at least amused kyle green so, <laughs> so hopefully back down there hopefully that yeah. did it for you 
Uh, I mean, this is maybe like the Michael hardest. and uh, or, or or Mikal. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. Ah. Uh, asked uh, a news on the new episode, and you're 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 nearing nearly finished. Yeah, with a, yeah, it's almost done. With an uh, episode on EverDrive, like updates, like yeah, it's like forty some minutes, like all of like the new versions and new features and stuff. That, yeah, I mean that, that old EverDrive episode the, is quite old at this. There is no reason for it to have taken as long as as it did honestly so i'm sorry it's been kind of i mean i i feel that way about about the stuff i'm working on too so <laughs> it's all good um and then there was a, a no comment uh donation from from um matthew woodford uh so uh so thank you thank you that's, that's much appreciated Ah, whoo! <laughs> That's so stupid. I thought I was well, done I'm, for I, there, I, and uh, what? oh, what? I thought I was done for losing my armor. Oh. Looks like oh, BT was on. able to able to get his TV app to to lock on to 1080p quality. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I didn't know that about that for a long time too. I mean, I've been. I've been watching when Corey streams, I've been watching it on my OLED for a long time. And, you know, it, when it got blurry, I was just like, eh, whatever. Oh, well, <laughs> I wonder why that happens. I mean, my internet, you know, has been crap at times. And luckily, now that I've got a new modem and router, that, that seems to be resolved. Uh, you know, so I was just like, eh, whatever. Um, but turns out, I just had to force it. Sometimes... So yeah, ooh, look out, look out for that app. It's just, it's just not as obvious on the like smart TV app, uh, you know, where to change that setting as it is when you're just viewing it on your computer. Come on. Who here is old enough to remember try rebelling against getting a new router? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was all about. Come on, like I can't. At least it's only the lance. Because I didn't want to. Um, uh, I. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't. I didn't want to. Uh, I, I didn't want it to be where the, the uh, losing my train of thought, the uh, that's spectrum could be like, oh, you, know, you better just call your your router company or your modem company. You know, I wanted whenever I had internet problems, I wanted everything to be their problem. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't understand why, uh, you know, they don't just give you equipment that just works so that, you know, people are happy and don't yeah. have problems. Uh, well, sometimes you just but gotta... Yeah, I mean, I, I traded the equipment so many times. And, nor and you know, it had been fine most of the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I traded in so many times and... 
eventually just gave up and talked to, to Henry Clark, who is a bit of an expert on <laughs> on networking equipment. And uh, yeah, it's been great ever since. So heck yeah, that's that's loop one done. How many do you have to do to to truly beat the game? Uh, two. Uh, there was uh, four nine nine from uh, uh, Saner eighty. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this says party on, dudes. Party on, dudes. You, you, you think this qualifies as a party? Are we partying? I think so. Okay. I'm not. I wasn't sure if I was doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, you have, you haven't was, seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, so you can't really. When when Abe I Lincoln, when, when I, Abe Lincoln says Voodoo, which has all three of them, so I yeah. need to get around them. Uh, there was a dollar nine nine from uh, Gaming Blow saying uh, October sucked. This is a nice November start. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know October was weird because it, it felt like. Like, for some reason, October just felt like it was a really long month. Yeah. It wasn't oh, necessarily a bad I, month. I felt for that me. it went really quick. Like, I just remember, like, like around like the 10th of October, I was like, man, feels like it's been October forever. See, I, I don't think it, so. It was, I, I felt uh, that October went really fast. And a, a big thing was a lot of people seem, around here at least, put their. Halloween decorations up really, really early, like, yeah, like they, beginning they of September. Too. They did. It was it was fun though. I mean, everybody like was doing masks and everything around here. It was it was great. It was great. Uh, this is our first time uh, having Halloween in this new neighborhood, and I was very glad that that this is where we were this year. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, my my son dressed up in one of those T-Rex costumes that, like, blows up. And you always see people online, like, mainly adults, just, like, running around and falling all over in them. How did he manage to walk in it? Oh, he did awesome. And, like, did, did people... Did he fall over? He, I, he only fell over one time. But it's funny because people were way into it. They were like, you have the best costume I've seen anywhere. Because it was so big and like 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 the butt on it is so huge, but it I mean he could just walk normally, I think. He just like it feels kind of like unwieldy though that he thinks that he can't walk normally in it. Ah. Because it's just air. It has like a fan in it that like straight up like blows it up. Where is the fan? Like how it's is like, it? Like on the on the side. Oh, okay, so it just like kind of hangs. Yeah, well, it's inside. It's like built into it. Uh, and my my daughter dressed up as uh, as Ladybug from Ladybug and Cat Noir, which is like a it's like a French animated show, but is been localized and shows here. Uh, but she really likes it. So that that was a lot of fun for her. Always, every time, like every time in my life. 
I never know if I'm going to survive, <laughs> survive that part. You know, I I didn't I didn't see it live, but I saw I saw a highlight from the stream that uh, Game Dave did. His he did a Halloween stream with a heart rate heart rate monitor. Oh, really? Yeah, That's like fun. he actually had oh, like shoot. a heart rate monitor that he could I'm just display it. on the street. That's like it, fun. It was like like it was overlaid in OBS, like like a like a Fitbit type thing, probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but uh, uh, his main game was Re the Resident Evil 2 remake, and it, it looked like you know he spent a, a, a good a good couple of hours. Every time with in it, my life. made me made me happy to see, uh, but uh, but then it looked it looked like he was playing a little PT during the um, during the the highlight that I saw, and you know like. The, like in a matter of seconds, like the heart rate went up from like eighties or nineties to like one twenty-five or so, like that, <laughs> with one jump scare. He does. He gets really scared in games. He's always done like. He, he is not a fan of of the spookums. <laughs> well, I'm not a fan of having the torch for as a weapon. Like my, my luck with the torch tonight has not been great. I mean, the torch looks like a good weapon. Yeah, you think it is. To, to, to the uninitiated, it, I, I look at it and I'm like, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Canadian Fuzzy say he stopped at his brother's house today and taxed his niece's... Uh, candy stash oh yeah you got it <laughs> i remember when uh when i was at was it yeah it was uh i was at your house right after halloween last year oh yeah 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 there's i, mean, yeah, I had... remember I, I remember i got i got the benefit of uh some of your kids candy yeah oh yeah i mean it's <laughs> i mean i remember you said honestly the sooner this candy is out of the house the better so. yeah no it's totally true that is 100 percent true uh i'm I, I'm of the the mind of like once I once it's there like I'd rather just eat it and get rid of it than they have it like last for a long time and even still like I mean a lot of times we just end up hiding it away uh, and it like it lasts like a year a lot of times. Uh, I mean even even though I uh, you know I I don't I don't I don't do the whole the whole door answering. Thing, oh, you don't? Uh, do, you, do you have people come and you just don't, don't answer? Well, I mean, I, if you don't have decorations and you don't have your lights on, I don't think people knock. But, like, you know, I, 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 guess, I'm a, I guess I'm a Halloween Scrooge. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I always I mean, I always celebrate by, 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 by doing a Halloween stream, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I decided after this year that I want to I be one of the houses that gives away full candy bars. Mm. So that's that's something I'm gonna try to do. Going Next year, or did you? Yeah, because I think year? only enough people come that it's that that is that's viable. Or have full candy bars for people that I think is. Oh, the dagger. I mean, I need to. What I really need is my super weapon here. But but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just I, I I'm too shy to really answer the door on Halloween. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not good You with... just put stuff out there. You uh, don't even have to. 
Oh. We just we leave some on our. No, I, I, I'm I, I I'm not good with uh, with. Uh, uh, I mean, I guess it wouldn't necessarily be an unexpected social interaction, but you know, not. Uh, I don't know. Just, just I'm I I, I like literally never answer the door unless it's like my friends and I expect them. You should or get one of those it, ring doorbells. Delivery. But like, like I, I literally like if I look through the people and it's like, I don't know you or you are <laughs> soliciting something like I, I, I literally never, never answer the door for any reason this like unexpected or unnecessary well we're we're but never here buy, so it's never, a, never a big week, deal though, i did buy a uh uh i did buy uh you know a, a big bag of of fun-sized candies to you know to get me through the month <laughs> mm -hmm. Get 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 my fill of sweets in November. Well, so what what is the your your favorite candy? What's my favorite candy? Yeah, I mean I'm sure we talked about it before, but I I, I don't know what your I don't think I know what yours is. I know what um, mine is. Like, I mean, you know, I'm I mean I'm a chocolate man, you know. Yeah. Uh. You know, and if I, you know, if I was like whittle it down to like things that you would Stay be likely to get in like a Halloween uh, bag of candy, like so, like your, you know, like candy bars or whatever. You know, I, I kind of think my favorite candy bar is Twix, which I don't know if that's like a popular pick. I mean, I think that's and like I don't. Like, I don't, know if I, I don't know if I really realized that until, like, just a few years ago, but, like, I really like Twix. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good choice. I do like Twix. Mine, mine is 100% Swedish Fish. And definitely my favorite kind of candy. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I like fruit-flavored sweets, but the thing is, I just, like... Well, like, I don't even feel like Swedish fish or... so much, like... though, that just, like, if you put the two in front of me, then I, I will always choose the chocolate. So I'm, I'm often glad when chocolate is not a choice because it actually, like, lets me enjoy some of these other things that I do enjoy, but just, just don't pick because I can't resist chocolate. <laughs> It looks like Aaron Welsh is not oh. a fan of the Swedish fish. I, I do love Swedish fish. They, they're easily, is, uh, easily Swedish... the best gummies. I, I have that Swedish fish t-shirt. Yeah, you do. I think you've worn, have you worn a video? You've worn it on stream. Oh, yeah. I've, I've definitely worn it in videos before. I mean, I don't know. It's just interesting because I, I'm not like a huge fan of stuff of other stuff like that like yeah, i mean like I'm, like taffy really sometimes either i mean like gummies are okay but swedish fish are like in a category all their own yeah they don't even taste like they're not like fruit because they don't taste like it really 
Well, I mean, they are fruity, I guess, but they're they're definitely different than you know. They have a different texture from like normal gummy, normal like gummy bears or gummy worms or whatever. <laughs> Well, we got a uh, three nine nine from AK. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Just saying, I uh, love the channel. Big fan of everything G and G. <laughs> I'm wondering if there's anybody that is coming to the stream for the first time since it's an hour earlier. Oh, I maybe. I realize, no. like, I mean, I know that anyone that's in Europe uh, that manages to catch our streams, which there are a number uh, that there are regulars on the streams, you know, that they're already a bit of a bit of a night owl. Yeah, uh, and even even at eight o'clock, you'd have to be a bit of a night owl uh, to to still catch us in Europe. But maybe maybe we'll get a few earlier night owls. Yeah, uh, starting at starting at eight. <laughs> well, we got uh, five dollars from from old EB Chill too. Well, thank you. Saying, uh, "Hey guys, good to see you. Do you have an opinion on the PSP app upgrade?" Uh, I actually haven't looked at the new website. Like, I don't know if it's... Oh, I mean, wait, the, wait, the, the, website, the PSP app? P, the PlayStation app, not PSP. Oh, okay. The, play, the PlayStation app. I um, see. I actually haven't looked at the new website yet. I mean, uh, you know, it, it did get to the point where, you know, the, the new version of the store that, you know, they created, you know, however many years ago it was toward the end of the PS3's uh, life. You know, it was so bad that, you know, it, it crashes most of the time you load it up. Uh, and it was just easier to buy games through the website. The <laughs> website was fine. Uh, but, you know, I, I was on the PlayStation Store the other day, and it, it doesn't look like the, the console store, like on PS4, has changed at all. I'd be curious what it looks like on PS5. And if it runs any better, because like, I just really hate that like all of the web stores are now like HTML based. Oh! <laughs> you know, like the, the, when the PlayStation 3 launched, the store was very snappy, like, you know, running natively on the PlayStation 3. Um, yeah. And, and now it's just like this kind of like jumpy, laggy, stuttery HTML5 mess. Yes. And it's just, it's not, it's just unappealing. Like when, I mean, you know, I honestly thought that the PlayStation 3 store, the original one, I, I really liked it. But then like over time as the store got bigger, there got to be more content on it. I did think it became a little unwieldy to search. Uh, and so when I heard they were doing they were doing a new design, I'm like, oh great, you know. I never imagined that they would replace that's how you the do design right with a worse one. Yeah, <laughs> and boy, they sure did. <laughs> this, uh, this is what, I think this is what I got stuck on last time. And they've they've stuck right. with it for a whole generation. Uh, it's it's terrible. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I kind of like the Vita store a lot, although it, it kind of got to the point where uh, I guess it's probably still there, it's the same thing, but it kind of got to the point where a lot of times it just wasn't loading the pictures. Oh, really? 
Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Like it wasn't loading like the, the the icon for the content or whatever. Um, but I, I did at least at launch really like how it was organized. Um, like the Switch eShop, like you can, like it's 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 better than the PlayStation stuff, but it it's still just that kind of that jumpy, not smooth scrolling. You know, it's 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 a glorified web browser. You know, yes. I don't I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. it. Feels it feels cheap, it's unenticing. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I'm just like really focusing here. There was uh, two dollars from uh, Jonathan G. Well, thank you. Uh, saying, uh, I took a piece of candy from my neighbors. I'm 33. <laughs> well, you know, the 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 lust for candy, you know, there's there's no <laughs> no there's no age limit. Yeah. On that. Let's see if we can do uh, this. I I, I I I I probably have have similar stories. You know, <laughs> you, see, you see a piece of candy and you're like, you no, know, I'm not sure. That's free to take, but it looks like it could be. I'm going to err <laughs> on the side of it's probably okay. To it's, it's, it's better to uh, ask for forgiveness and ask for permission. Exactly. You know, if you took it, then you've saved someone else from having to take it. <laughs> That's right. Uh-oh. Uh... -oh. uh and uh, there was uh, $5 from Mr. Nada. Nada. Uh, nada. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, saying, uh, uh, because of you and the channel, I, uh, a friend of mine always comes to me for advice and repair. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much. We, we, have, it, we have made you tech support. We have made you tech support? I, I don't know why you're saying thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe they were asking you, uh, asking you for support anyway, and you had no answers, and now you do. So, yeah. <laughs> because you know that's that's always how it is. You know, you you end up being the person that people come to for for tech questions, whether you know anything or not. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know never... printers and networking equipment, but people will ask me because they think I'm the most computer-oriented person they know. Really, I'm probably not. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. See, this part, is with this weapon, this is just like, it's not a good scene. It's just... You can only hit it, like, at the lowest possible point on your jump. Ah, what's that? Henry Clark uh, has, has news uh, with a $2 donation, uh, bringing the good news that it sounds like the uh, Imlig Game Club game of November has been chosen as uh, DuckTales and DuckTales Remastered. Oh, the very first game that ever appeared on our channel. That's right. Uh, DuckTales Remastered, how to beat. Uh, you know, if... if if you don't have time to play the remastered one, I mean, the original version's a game, you know, if you know what you're doing, you can be that in you know, 30 minutes or something. 
but to get to get the proper ending you have to have like a certain amount of money oh so once you've once you've learned like you know where things are uh you know you can you can get to the end quite quickly but you know i i think ducktales remastered is severely underrated uh i remember it it was actually not reviewed all that well when it came out, which, you know, surprised me because Way Forward is great at 2D games. And it's, I mean, it's fairly, un, like, un, unoffensive, inoffensive yeah, in any yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, that there there was, I think, an issue with... Um, oh, the cutscenes. The, there was an issue with cutscenes where you, if you tried to skip them, I think it, it, I think they were, like, skippable in chunks, if I remember correctly. And I think they patched it to be more. You could just turn them off. I think tolerable. I think yeah, you could just disable them if you wanted to play more of an arcade style mode, I guess. But I think the problem was you, you know, you skip the cutscene and then, you know, quick load screen, another cutscene. You have to skip it. But the thing is, like, I thought it was such a. Uh, I thought it was ah! such a good. Uh, reimagining uh, of come on uh, of the game as like an episode of the TV show or really kind of more like five episodes or six episodes of the TV show if you think about on a level by level basis I mean they were really able to come up with you know uh, reasons and circumstances for uh, uh, you know all of these scenarios that Honestly, the Capcom team probably didn't think too deeply about why we're going to the moon and to the mines no. and stuff. Uh, and and they really made it feel and like... Nor a, should they have been thinking about it. No. And, and they really made it feel like, you know, with all the voice acting, the original voice actors and stuff. I mean, it was the last thing that... Oh, what was his name? Alan something or other that did Scrooge's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, you know, it was one of the last, maybe the last thing he did is Scrooge uh, before he died. Uh, you know, and I, I hear that the new DuckTales is quite good and I would like to watch it sometime. But like as a, as a revisit, you know, an updated revisit to that original style of DuckTales, it's, it's so good. Like it, if you are, you know, equally a fan of the show and a fan of, of the game, I All think right. it's a real here we go. Uh, the presentation is fantastic, I think. Man, I doing pretty good, I think, here. I'm in the last on the last level, uh an hour into the stream. Not bad. If I can finish it, we'll be playing something else. So so the, you only have to do one loop. Uh right. essentially, yeah. You just you just um. have to make it to the last boss with the weapon that I have right now. I see. Oh, so can you lose it at this point? Yes. Ooh. You don't want to lose it, obviously. Um. I saw someone say. <laughs> um. There were a few people talking about Goof Troop, uh, which I, I picked up. Uh. On uh, uh, one of the two times that I, I dared visit any game stores uh, uh, during these dark times, uh, <laughs> I uh, 
I, I finally pick up Goof Troop. I feel like that's a game that, you, you know, it's like a 15-ish dollar game. You know, it's just not yeah. expensive, relatively common. But it's just, like I was talking about Maximo earlier, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those games that's just like, some games it just feels like you always see in kind of junky condition. Uh, so, uh, it, it took me a while to grab a copy. It, it's one of those, you know, I, um, uh, good vibe collecting. I don't know if he's in the chat, but he, uh, he liked, uh, linked me a video, um, about the history of, uh, Majesco. I think it's, is it Majesco, uh, publishing, uh, games for, um, this, uh, Super Nintendo. And something I didn't realize, you know, a lot of those like Konami games and some Capcom games that say assembled in Mexico, not all of them, like some Nintendo did move uh, Super Nintendo assembly to Mexico at some point, but a lot of those are actually games that like Majesco republished. Like they, they made a partnership with like Konami and Capcom who weren't interested in making more copies of certain games. Yeah, yeah. And you can and, you can usually tell when they've done like the back of the cartridge, it doesn't have a paper label on it. It's it's um it's like it's a mold it's molded the, yeah. the la which I actually kinda like. Like, you know, it's it's one less thing that can wear down. But the quality of the print on the game is lower quality and i knew that ones that said like assembled in mexico were usually sort of a duller uh less fine pitch uh image than the ones that say japan i'm not gonna risk that I'm not uh, but i didn't that. know that it, that that was actually <laughs> like because a different company kill was, me kill me uh, please I, I i didn't know it was actually because another company was um was doing them so i guess that's he showed me a youtube video that uh that kind of made a lot of sense of that but like goof troop i've never seen one that wasn't that kind of duller label um for goof troop and usually it's like kind of ripped up and stuff yeah. so it, it was a long time before i finally found a copy of the game that i was my copy like really when i when i got it it really smelled <laughs> it was a really like smelly copy of the game yeah, that was, you know, that was an early Shinji Mikami game. That's, yeah. uh, that's, that's one I've thought about streaming. I, I don't know if, I mean, it's kind of more of a puzzle game. I don't know if it'd be, I don't know if it'd be a little tougher to stream, but. I mean, nothing like vomiting pigs in this game. My favorite enemy of the vomiting pigs. Uh, there was uh, $5 from uh, uh, old Demo Kirby. Well, thank you. Uh, saying, uh, daughter who is, in, who is watching wanted to let you know she dressed uh, is a Minecraft chicken and creeper and baby chicken plus creeper and baby sister as a hobbit. <laughs> uh, it, are, are, are there are there actual chicken creeper combos? I don't know what to do here. Minecraft, I, if, 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 I can't. Creeper, I cannot risk this. But I feel is like the chicken I, creeper an original. Uh, I'm gonna. I gotta gotta die. Does that never die. blink away? No. Why, why I think it, I think I might have gotten might have a checkpoint there though. Why does it blink? Yes. If if it doesn't go away, like that is I don't know that that is actually the most challenging part about this game is avoiding the weapons that you do not want. 
There was uh, there was uh, five dollars again from Kyle Green. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Second so last five dollars of the day. Which of you <laughs> started the channel and how did it transform from a standard game channel into the retro RGB authority it is today? Uh, I mean, we we were both on board, but like, you know, Corey was the the one who, uh, you know, officially started it and you know instigated the whole thing of like you know hey why don't we do a youtube channel but right. you know he was he was the one that kind of kind of really laid laid the groundwork <laughs> but you know we were the first video on the channel though was one that i that i edited um but we yeah. were so we were both there day one but it, but cory really uh initiated it and the idea was yours the how to beat concept was your, your yeah because i mean i had the experience with the, the tapes yeah yeah I, I i really did not have first-hand experience with that but i immediately got it <laughs> i understood the appeal when you showed me uh some 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 uh copies of them on youtube <laughs> oh uh, but on. yeah i mean you know the first year of the channel I mean, in a lot of ways, we started the channel because we got into like RGB and the Frame Meister because we're like, oh, cool, we can like have better quality videos online uh, than a lot you know, of people. Than, mo than most people, and and from original hardware, they'll never even believe it's from original hardware. You know, we just because we got set up that way, and um, we. Uh, didn't really intend it to be about that, but right. like, you know, a little less than a year into the channel, we finally did that RGB 101. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of seemed like it really took off and it seemed like that could kind of be our bread and butter. So it, it kind of became that. But, you know, I like I always say, like early in the channel, there was no intent for it to be a retro channel specifically. Um, and you know, it, officially, it's it's not necessarily a retro channel. You know, I, I mean, yeah, do, I mean, it really is modern stuff where appropriate. Um, but it just it kind of we found it. You know, we we launched the channel like right before PS4 and Xbox One launched. You know, we tried to do Hitbox some. Hitbox is so weird in this. Sometimes I I feel like it hits me before. And other times where I just like narrowly, narrowly dodge things. But we tried to do a few like quick reviews of like, you know, yeah. Wii U and PS4 and Xbox One games early on. I mean, they're not, they're not bad videos. I mean, they're not great. But no one, no one cared what we had to say. I mean, we were nobody. And even today, you know, when we try to do a video on like Final Fantasy VII Remake and trials of mana even though those are like remakes of retro games like no one really cared what we had to say about those even even now you know there's nothing uh, wrong with that i mean thousand subscribers later right yeah uh, i so mean it's it, what it, it is like i'm not here to find a voice with i mean obviously modern gaming is going to be very popular if you do have a popular channel but um you know, it's, I think it's easier to find your voice with retro stuff. And I, I think, too, you know, our 
I think our true passion is the retro stuff. And I think that's why it kind of just naturally floated to the top. It's not like, oh, we're getting more views with retro content than modern content. Let's just do that. Right. It was, you know, I think it just kind of, even though we originally thought we'd kind of do 50, 50, it just, it just naturally felt like we were gravitating toward the retro stuff. Just because that's what we truly love, I guess. So, um, I see a uh, biohazard. I, I, this is my second run. No, we, we got we got a follow up uh, five dollars uh, from Mr. Nada uh, responding to our response, oh. uh, saying, uh, "I was already tech support. I uh, I have my setup. <laughs> uh, uh, he he he. he I, I have my setup. He wanted his. I love working with what I learned from the channel. So thanks for all the hard work <laughs> or all the good work. Well, thank <laughs> thank you." Thank you. Glad, uh, glad to give uh, to give some some further insights and some some further answers uh, <laughs> uh, for for the the queries the the queries that you're you're uh, confronted with with ah. how to how to set up. I mean, I've always loved doing setups, you know. Mm -hmm. but, uh, uh, Biohazard. This is the weapon that you need uh, to beat the game with. You have to make it to the last boss with this weapon to get the true ending or else you have to loop it again uh there was uh five dollars also from uh the the ex, ex exodus uh, I, I guess it's supposed to be the exodus uh <laughs> saying please call me jake <laughs> so five dollars from jake thank you uh saying uh uh, now that there are HDMI mods for Dreamcast, original Xbox, and Wii, uh, I think you'll finally make RGB 200 courses on those systems. And yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Dreamcast and Wii, I think, uh, could talk happen. Talk about that Wii. We're going we're, we're gonna to talk about that Wii eventually. Uh, I think they will happen next year. Um, Xbox, um, I, I'm not really sure what the situation is on that mod. I think there might possibly be other ones. Uh, and uh, Dan has one coming too. Yeah, so I, I'm not I, I, I'm not sure if that's kind of a done and settled deal yet or the not. The big thing I like about Dan's mods uh, is is that they allow for analog and digital out, output. I mm. think a lot of the ones are just total replacements that are available now. Right. I don't know much about the the currently available uh, Xbox HDMI mod, um, but I did see that it was that it was a thing. Oh come so on! I, you know, I'm I'm definitely interested in that, especially if you know I'm I'm a little nervous if they're going to get back to adding Xbox 360 and original Xbox games to backwards compatibility. I I'm I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic that they will, but, uh, you know, I, I think the main reason they took a break from that was, you know, so they could ensure that everything that runs on Xbox one works on series X and series S. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping now that that is kind of done that the backwards compatibility team can get back to, you know, adding more games to original Xbox, which is, you know, the 360 list is fantastic. I mean, 
yeah, there are still a ton of games that you can't play on Xbox One or Series X from the 360. Uh, but it's still like a huge, huge list. Like lots of, you know, lot, lot, lots of things that aren't even a big deal, which is cool. You know, I, mm-hmm. I like, you know, the, you know, amongst the the really great games, there's also a bunch of Who Cares games on there. I mean, that's 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 what preservation is, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's something Artemio says in Analog Frontiers Part Three is that, you know, preservation should be blind to preferences. Yes. You know everything should be preserved because you couldn't say which thing should be preserved and which thing shouldn't. Uh, and even though I'm sure there is a thought process, it's not just, you know, willy nilly, any game that they can do on Xbox one. Uh, there is still like, it's nice to see the, you know, the, the amazing alongside the, the mediocre. I mean, I, that, that I think is really awesome. Uh, but uh, I, I do hope they add more because the Xbox original Xbox uh, list on backwards compatibility is, is very small. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love to be able to like mostly play my xbox backlog on the series x but there's a ton of games that i'm you know i'm gonna have to play on the original system but I, I just i don't i don't like the original even the s controller i don't like it that much i don't like where start and select are i don't like the where the black and white buttons are and much rather use one of the newer xbox controllers you know the hit detection on those little <laughs> Bugs is mm. like garbage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's moments. Because it looks like it looks like they hit you even if they go like under that platform See, just, in the middle. Yeah, I just prefer to do it that way. Just spam it. Take it. Take the hit. So you can fight Loki. Uh, wow, there was uh, there was nine ninety nine. From uh, Michael A. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, saying, uh, do you guys ever revisit games you've previously beaten, or is it more of a one-and-done situation? I find myself replaying a lot more oh, than starting a new game, and my backlog just continues to grow. You know, uh, I mean, that's 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 an interesting question because uh, you know I used to replay a ton. Like I always like went into you know a new game, kind of assuming that I would go back to it even like an rpg like you know back when i was in high school uh you know even college like that in college like i think that i think replaying games started to kind of fade for me but i still like assumed i still went in with this assumption that oh like i can ignore this for the first run wow you beat that final boss like so fast Mm mm-hmm uh, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I can skip this on the first run. I'll, you know, go back and do this second time I play it. Uh, you know, and like all like the PlayStation 1 Final Fantasy, Super Nintendo Final Fantasies, I've played all those several times. Um, and uh, I want to replay my favorites more than I do. And I've kind of found, especially in the past year, 
you know, we, we often like to play games on the streams that are on our backlog and, you know, ones that we have not finished before. But lately, we've also, just like you're doing tonight with Ghouls and Ghosts, like, you know, I just want to, and like I did last night or last week with uh, Castlevania 4, it's just like, I just just want to replay an old favorite. And, Heck yeah. And it, it's, it's so fun and comfy to revisit a game. And you know what's interesting? I mean, you know, uh, Michael was saying that that he ends up replaying as backlog grows and grows. I have felt the tug of a replay more than I have in recent years. Just like last year, I played the 2D version of Dragon Quest 11 on the Switch, even though I just early that year had finally finished the 3D version of Dragon Quest 11 on PS4. And I, I, I did it anyway. And there is something kind of nice about it. I mean, there's something, there, there is an, a, a, an appeal, a certain kind of enjoyment, I think, from approaching a game with, with the perspective of knowing what's coming. Right. Uh, you, you get, yeah. you get I mean, a different you, appreciation. Like, you appreciate it, yeah. And, you, you know, you figure it out. Uh, and yeah. Kind of in a similar way, something that I have done a couple of times this year that I've kind of really gotten into uh, is instead of just like you know I, I, I beat some game on on my backlog and uh, you know then I'll go to something completely different um, and lately uh, earlier this year I finally played Rise of the Tomb Raider I was like, you know, I wonder how much of like a, because I thought it was like from a visual standpoint, like really boring looking and like not that impressive. Like it was just a visually very boring game. I was like, I, you know, I wonder if Shadow of the Tomb Raider is much better looking. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, you know, I'm just going to pop it in and I don't know, see how I feel about it. And I just was like, man, I, I kind of like this. I, I liked it a lot more than Rise of the Tomb Raider. Like, immediately. I was like, eh, I'm, I'm going to keep playing that. And <laughs> I just played, you know, the, the, the second game and the third game back to back. And I kind of did the same thing with uh, Paper Mario, except in reverse. Uh, I played uh, Paper Mario Origami King. I was like, you know, I should just... I, did, I, I never got Color right Splash. There. Oh, there's the box art. Yeah, the box art. Talked about this a million times. This definitely, I think, I feel this game has the best box art ever. And, like, I want to buy the, the a Japanese copy just because it has the full image on there. Mm. So if anybody in the chat has a Japanese copy of this for sale, you should DM <laughs> me so I can buy it from you. Last time I asked uh, Jimmy Hoppe, I talked to him recently, and I said, you know, if you see one around, there's there's, mm -hmm. uh, there's so many Mega Drive games that I want just because of the box art. <laughs> but even this, the, the American version uses the Japanese box art. It just has the black grid on it, which is fine, but I just like that full image. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so the game, it does have the best best den denim jackets. But, um... 
But yeah, I mean, so I, I ended up playing Paper Mario Origami King, which is great, by the way. Uh, back to back with Color Splash, which was, you know, it it it, it had its, its its moments, but you know, I, as expected, it was you know kind of in that low point for the series. And Origami King, I think, really brought the series back on track. Um, but I ended up playing those back to back, and even though they were quite different games. Uh, there were still, you know, elements that felt the same. And I've kind of found that comfy familiarity moving from one game in the series to the next. Like with Tomb Raider, it was like I didn't have to relearn how to play the game. Uh, you know, it just it felt very natural continuing from one to the other. And instead of feeling like, oh, you know, I'm kind of kind of bored of this gameplay, it was actually more exciting jumping into the sequel with this um, kind of familiarity of how to play it. Uh, I, I felt really good at the game. Uh, and uh, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. And I think you get the same kind of enjoyment from a replay of an play old- another favorite, but I, I won't uh, do this one. But. Uh, I, I think you get the same kind of satisfaction from replaying an old favorite. It's just that familiarity of where you're Heck yeah. You're better at the game than you were the first time that you beat it. You know, you're you're going to play the game better and there is a satisfaction in kind of cruising through the game like <laughs> I know this game. You know, so beating the backlog is good, but making the time to play to play old favorites uh, you know, that's that's something I, I've long been envious of because mm -hmm. that's fallen by the wayside. And it's something I want to make a point to do more more of. And I think, like I said, I, this idea of playing back to back does, you know, playing sequels back to back rather than, you know, some space between them. I, I think it's something I'm going to try to do more often uh, when I get my uh, I won't beat it. But I'm, I'm going to do I'm going to see I'm playing I'm, to, I'm not going to not going to finish this. So I'm just going to. Just gonna go. I'm, I'm just gonna just gonna do it easy. I'm gonna do unlimited shurikens. And I was yeah, thinking sure. about playing on easy, just to see how far I can get. Cause it's, I mean, it's longer than a couple hours. I mean, I couldn't finish it in a couple hours. The last level is, is you know, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it is. So I'm just I'm just making it easy on myself. We got uh we got another uh from uh, Mr. Nada uh, saying we're gonna you. see another games within games episode. Oh yeah, I mean I have a whole I have a list of stuff that I didn't put in the other one that I'm that I would like to do. Yeah, that was that was a pretty popular topic. Yes, surprisingly popular. I mean, yeah, I well, it was kind of a unique topic, you know. Yeah. Uh, and there was uh, also uh. Five dollars from uh, Mozamboni. Thank you. Uh, saying idea for the channel: no fun November. <laughs> Corey and try play and try to beat their most hated games each Sunday night. In any case, love the content. Well, it's. <laughs> I mean, you know, that, it. It's. I it's mean, not, it's, it's possible. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I mean, obviously, Is we're it, too uh, we're too late to do it this month, but. Uh, yeah, I, I can get behind the spirit of that idea. I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, you just got to force yourself into something to find the fun. Of. Yeah. You know, maybe it, maybe you'll play something that won't be as bad as you thought it'd be. I've, I've been kind of in a, in a rut 
with games just in general lately. I just I can't get into anything. I don't want. I don't feel like I want to commit to anything. And I think it's just like other things. Like maybe when this episode is done, finally. Like it's taken me way too long, and I just I've found myself in a little bit of a rut in terms of like getting stuff done. Oh, uh, I can understand. I mean, like I think honestly, that, I think I, it'll I, be better once in, it's done and out. I, I I've probably been in too good of a opposite of a rut with uh, games lately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, you know, I've been working during the day and playing in the evening, but mm -hmm. like, I, I feel like all of my momentum lately has been like uh, on the evening portion of what I'm working on. You know, <laughs> it's like, I, I feel like I've had all my momentum on games. I'm like, I, I, I need to need to channel a bit more of that in, into work right now. Mm -hmm. Which is, I, I am, I am, I, I, I am locking down and, uh, and, and really focusing, uh, on Analog Frontiers yeah. part, uh, part three this month. I'm, 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 I'm going pretty much going to crunch mode. I'm going to make very little time for fun. <laughs> Get it done by Thanksgiving. That's, that's the, that, that's, that's, that's the plan. Excellent. That's that's the plan. I and I think I can do it. I don't I don't think it's that ambitious. I, I shot my on camera for it today, which you know for documentaries is just one one time we appear on camera for documentaries. Right at the very very beginning. At See the my very beginning. Another reason my uh, my video is like has been a little bit is because I haven't really said anything about it, but uh, I do have like a, a full-time editing job now. It's, it's a work from home position. Uh, so it's been it's been about like learning the ropes for that as well. So that's why it's, it's been, been- It's been pretty, 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 pretty casual. Though, it, it's, 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 it's definitely very, very casual. Uh, so it's just, it's been hard for me to- Relearn things. how to balance the two? Yeah. And like for a little while there, like the kids were still at home. So it was like going back and forth between everything. But now I'm kind of, I've kind of figured it out. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, this episode will be out in this week. And I, what I'm, I'm decided I'm going to do is like, in addition to like the two, like bigger episodes that I, I would like to get done, uh, this year. I'm just going to kind of focus on some like smaller things. And I, I think I'm realizing with this EverDrive episode that, that I have this idea that every single video has to be this big thing. And it's got to be, oh, we got to cover like tons of things. So I'm going to try like a, like some smaller things as well in there that I have to like stop feeling bad if something is not 25 or 30 minutes or something long. Or longer, or like, an hour, well, like or well, fifty and, minutes, and like also this. like just dividing subjects into more. Like, yeah. just imagine if instead of this big EverDrive's update video, what if you you did like EverDrive month, and you did separate episodes on. Well, I mean, know. some of them are not worth 
uh, I mean, I could see doing smaller things. But see, for... that's the thinking. That's the thinking that leads to every. Well, episode it does, but I. Map. But sometimes, like I think of like, like the uh, the X7 uh, N64 one is like it's, it's essentially the same thing as mm-hmm. the as the version three, but there's a couple of, like small changes to it that I go into, but I mean, that's that's like a five minute video, which is not something that I wanna do. But I mean, I take like, like the Mega Everdrive Pro part is like 16 minutes. And like that could have easily been its own video. So I like, I, I feel that I just need to get out of this preconceived idea that everything has to be this big thing and it's okay to do smaller things and I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to like have a different setup for shooting stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to get like a mini teleprompter. I'm going to kind of shoot it more casual, like at my, shoot them more casually, like at my desk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to be, it'll be fun. Uh, you know, in response to the no fun November, I saw uh, Uber Newman said uh, James Bond will return in no time for fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was also uh, five dollars with no message from uh, Container Seven. But, I didn't uh, mean to do that. Uh, no, this, I, I assume this is not a ROM hack. You're just playing, no, are no, you no, playing your cartridge. A, yes, I'm playing my cartridge. Is it, is this your childhood cartridge? No, no. I wish it was. I wish it was because I had like a Spider Man and Godzilla and the Terminator and Batman cartridge. Mm. But this is not. Are those expensive? They are. They're a little bit expensive. Yeah. And the thing the thing is, that there's no way to completely tell just like at a glance what it is. In many cases, you have to actually play through it to at least to a certain mm. point. Do you know if, if you have what yours is like? Uh, I could check the backloggery stream archives. I mean, do you remember? Yeah, do you remember if you were playing and it was, uh, if it had. Spider-Man, or, or I mean, mostly had Spider-Man. It had but, Spider-Man. It did have yeah, Spider-Man. because, I mean, they had the license for Spider-Man at the time, I guess. Uh, but, like, Batman or Godzilla. Do you remember if Godzilla was, like, a skeleton, if the big dinosaur was a skeleton? I don't remember. Now you've got me curious. I kind of want to go look. Let's see. When would that have been? It was sometime last year. Probably about this time last year, I bet. Let's see. Can you search? I don't know. Yeah, you can. Let's see. Shinobi. Videos found. See, it's by going eliminate shurikens that makes it so easy because you can just like spam, spam the flip. It's okay though. No judgment here. This is like the the gaming version of Planet Fitness. It's a no judgment zone. 
Uh, I don't know how that's, to that's, navigate. That's what our Twitch. stream is, maybe. I know I had Spider-Man though, and I think I had Batman. Or, wait. Does Batman turn into a demon, or is he just always Batman? Uh, no, no, he he becomes Batman. Uh, Sp Spider Spider-Man turns into Batman. Well, he doesn't it, turn into him. I, I always interpreted it as being like two separate bosses. Like not, he doesn't turn into it. No, I mean, there's a if you have a demon, then you don't have, you don't have. Batman. Yeah, I definitely have the demon, but I did have Spider-Man. I, I remember the demon. Uh, I've also got I've also got the 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 six pack the Sega oh, six pack yeah version. That's uh, Destiny FOMO. You're totally right. the The Mega Drive box arts are like incredible, and they, like that's that's just the reason they have them. I like it when they don't even show a screenshot of the game, or they show a tiny tiny little screenshot of the game and you're like oh i'll still buy it <laughs> um yeah i mean genesis games do have some pretty incredible box art yeah you know it's it's interesting though you know i was just watching i, I thought it was really interesting there was uh there was a video that released the other day that was um it was just like a webcam interview with what's her name i think it's Gail Tilden, yes, I think. Yeah, he was yeah. like a, a marketing executive at, at Nintendo um, for a long time. And it was really interesting because she was recounting oh. like the early days of the NES in America and like what Nintendo was like, you know, when she joined in, I think, 83. And then, you know, the lead up to, you know, the Famicom release and and how they wanted to position the NES to be different from these, you know, video games that uh, the uh, you know retailers didn't have a lot of interest in, you know, that kind of period of that like New York City launch uh, in 1985. You know, it wasn't the system wasn't more widespread until later. Uh, you know, it's always kind of been this nebulous thing, so it was really cool watching someone talk about it who who seemed to have a very clear recollection of events uh and she was talking about how you know one of the reasons that the early nes games had these pixel art boxes is because there was this disconnect when consumers bought these you know atari uh, games they have honestly beautiful boxes. beautiful beautiful atari there's that book is... that book of the box art for those is incredible of the box art uh, yeah. i mean yeah i mean atari artwork is is really something to behold but you know she was saying you know you've got this picture of these you know this really dynamic picture of you know people playing tennis or whatever and then you pop the game in your system and it's like, oh, it's just another version of Pong. She's not you wrong. Know? She is not wrong. So, you know, so they were, you know, tennis, NES tennis and NES golf and all these other games, you know, they were these pixel art boxes because they wanted to make it look like something you want to buy, but 
like also tempering your expectations. Like what you see is what you get. So if you thought it looked cool on the box, the game looks exactly the same. And it's an interesting, it's interesting to consider that they had to think of that back in those days, given, you know, the retail environment that didn't really didn't want these video games. So it, it was, it was an interesting video. It was like, it was like, it was like a edited webcam interview down to like 26 minutes or something. It was, I think it was Ars Technica was the channel, I think. So I just got a warning on here saying your stream's current bit rate is lower than the recommended bit rate. We recommend you stream using a bit rate of uh, 4,500 kilobits per second. So I guess I'll... Well, I mean, I'm sure you're streaming above that, but you must, your internet must be having a little... I don't think that I, I might not be. I'm just like cheesing my way through this. It's okay. I mean, are you dropping frames in OBS? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, it looks fine. I, mean, I can see a little compression here and there when it's moving, but I mean, in general, it looks fine. Okay. I mean, you know, since I got my new modem and router, I, I've actually been slightly trying to increase my bit rate. I mean, before, you know, when my internet worked well enough most of the time, I was trying to stream at about uh, 6,000 kilobits per, per second. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, I've, I've tried pushing it to like, you know, seven or 8,000, which I mean, especially for retro content, I don't think there's any real need to be much higher than that on a stream at least. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> for videos, sure, go higher, but uh, for a stream, I think it's okay. Um, you know, modern games might be nice if you could push it a little higher than that, but I think most of the time they look fine. I always love this music on this level. Bump, 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 I mean, yeah, some some good. of the music in this game it totally sounds like porno music. <laughs> like it, like it just it just does. I mean, this, like this one. I mean, I, you know, I. Do, uh, do, do you think uh, you think that's what Yuzo Koshiro wants to hear? Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm happy or not. <laughs> I'm. I don't know. I hope hopefully I wouldn't find that offensive. <laughs> but I mean, when I heard this, I had never really heard anything like this before. It's almost it almost uses the the sound effects as part of the music. Mm. I've always been kind of unsure how I feel about that. Like the music in, this in mechanical environments, it can sound really cool. Like I think of like the, well, I don't factory. think that it's, it's actually, it's just, it's, it's meant to complement the sound. Like it's not in rhythm with it. Well, like I, I, I think of like the the Magitech factory in Final Fantasy VI. That was that was always always good. You know, you've got the yeah the you've, um, 
uh, you've got like the the kind of like pickaxe sound of sounds and the music and the the crystal caves and uh, Donkey Kong Country Two. Um, but then there's like Shoot. other times where like the the blowing wind is like part of the music and it's not really part. It doesn't like fit into it musically, so it always kind of annoys me when like. That's like actually on like the CD soundtrack where, you know, you kind of got a because yeah. part of the music is like, well, I want to hear it without the, you know? Wait, the the uh, the World of Ruin music or, or another one? Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't thinking of that specifically, but yeah, I mean, that would be. I always example. hated that about it. Yeah. It always starts off with that. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. it's not really even. I mean, it's not, it's not a track that I would, like, listen to anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, I mean, there's, like, I, I was, like, uh, I, I want to think there's a couple of tracks, maybe in Donkey Kong Country 3 that do that. There. Um, there we go. Yeah. I can't remember if, like, Big Boo's Haunt and Mario 64, if that, uh... That has it built in. You know, if you use the jump magic in this room, you can skip quite a bit of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've still skipped a whole bunch. I mean, I was at the end before. It's right there. Hey, uh, Street Sampras, we I played played that on stream a couple of a uh, couple months ago. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it made me a lot less afraid. Uh... Yeah, this game is way harder than that. How, how, I mean, this game has a life bar. Yeah, but it, it's it's not that bad. I mean, you uh, saw me. Uh, Vanessa said uh, with uh, SPC players, you can edit channels uh, to not play those effects. That's how oh, okay. I got Deathwind from F-Zero to have a track without the wind noise. Ah. That's, that's good to keep in mind. I'll... Uh, you know, like if, if there was like I, I have thought about in fact using the Deathwind music from F Zero before. And but it's always like, oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like it but it wouldn't really sound good as background music because it's got that uh you know, I I don't always do this, but I, especially for like Genesis or something, like I, I often do like to record the music like if i have time anyway I, I like to record music from like the actual system oh yeah yeah i mean i actually did that a bunch with this the everdrives episode because a lot of the everdrives have like music players like the like the nes segment i recorded all the music using the nsf player mm. so that's pretty cool it's cool to be able to do that and i have a pretty easy setup going into my capture card now where uh so this monitor that I have, 
I'm, I, this H, HDTV up here has optical out, so I just it feeds uh, from my OSSC into that, and then I just run the optical out into my uh, into my Sound Blaster sound card, and I can just record oh, that. And I showing the audacity or whatever. Well, yeah, but even better is what I do. What I've kind of gotten into doing is I just re I can just record directly to my editing timeline, like as mm -hmm. long as I need it to be. Yeah, I mean it's it's really nice to actually record the music from the system, especially when it comes to you know older music that's not like you know when it comes to like PS One, PS Two whatever you know i mean you can pull the music from wherever I'll often not like you know if i have the actual soundtrack cd sometimes i like to pull it from my own yeah i mean sometimes um, i'll i would go like i use uh zofar's domain a lot to they have like it uses like the emulated music right uh, they've got all the all the all like the like, nsf files and stuff right but they just use like the output like record the output so they're they're usually like pretty long but the thing is is they use emulation to emulate the uh, like the, the sound of it so sometimes it won't be won't be perfect so that's why i think it's nice to just go ahead and use the actual hardware to do it well it looks like you gave anatsara uh, a bit of a nostalgia rush bringing up zofar oh zofar is i mean i thought it was long it's gone been around forever it's like, been I, it's, yeah. it's been around forever and i go there all the time i get a lot of lot of music from there and uh, i i even i i feel that i get so much out of it that i i support zofar's domain on uh on patreon even oh i didn't know they had a patreon yeah not a lot of people seem to support it, but I but I feel that I use it a lot a lot that I it's well worth supporting. Especially since it's been around I mean it's been around since I was in college. Yeah. I mean it was I mean it's it's been around for at least you know like 15 years. Like I mean, I guess I when I, I remember going there when I lived in the dorm because I would I would get this program, got this program from there where I could uh, extract uh, video from PlayStation One games. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, if... I wonder if that's where I got that too. Like there was a there was a great program for it, and like I I couldn't like I I couldn't find it again at some point, and I. Uh... <laughs> I started, once I dug it back up from my own computer, I just started copying it from my own computer because, like, I was afraid, like, I could never find it again. At the time, I thought it was, like, completely uncompressed. Like, I thought it was, like, the exact replication of what was on the disc. I thought it was just literally just pulled from the disc. I wondered, though, now if it was actually re-encoded in some way. Uh, I don't know. I... Or if it was just, you know, put into another container format or whatever that the computer could read. I, I really don't know how that worked. I, I, I used uh, I used it to uh, rip FMVs from Final Fantasy 7 and 8, and I, I made, like, my own trailers for them. <laughs> like, they were... No, I, trailers. 
but like i was really proud of the final fantasy 8 one like at the time i thought it was like the best thing i'd ever done <laughs> i did something like that with metal gear solid like with my first ever capture card mm -hmm. and man i would love to see it i would love to see it now because i like recorded an entire playthrough of the game you know i think the first video i ever captured um probably said this before I, I don't know for sure if it was the first thing i ever captured but it it may have been it is certainly the first i remember for sure uh, you know i, I got such a hard time with before this. going to college i wanted to get you know a, a good computer that could record video you know i, I put a ati all in wonder card in it you know I, I hadn't really had a decent computer up until then um, and even then, it wasn't really like gaming quality. It was definitely geared more toward capturing video, editing video, using Photoshop, I guess. Um, this is, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time. I never have a hard time. Oh, with this, this level. section is pretty tough, I think. Yeah, um, uh, Good Vibe Collection said, says that Zofar's domain has been around since at least 19, 1998. See, I, I was going to say, oh, it's been around for at least 20 years, but there's something about it just like that. Seems like such a large amount of time that I was hesitant. But yeah, I mean, I was definitely, like, I feel like I was like in community college. Going there. Uh, uh, Kurt, Kurt Emmerfall uh, checked uh, checked the backloggery archives and it looks like I did not have Godzilla. Uh, okay. I don't know if it was one of the streams where Drum and I was playing together. Um, like he, he may have been playing a ROM at some point, so he could have possibly had whatever he wanted. Um, but I was playing my own card for sure. Um, so Man. thanks for checking on that. Uh, it, it looks like, uh, it looks like, uh, the ATI all in wonder was a, was a blast from the past for, for destiny FOMO too. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine was, was an STB something or other. I'm pretty yeah, sure it had, that it only had composite and an RF input on it. Mine had composite and S video. Um, and I don't remember if I had an S video cable yet. I probably didn't, but I, I might have. At the time, I wouldn't have had any other way to use it. But anyway, a, a friend, um, you know, had to make some sort of, you know, argumentative essay I, I or I, I don't know exactly what the term was but you know th this was like senior year in, in high school and I'm just making a run for uh, it he, he had to make some <laughs> so stupid some, I've never had such a hard time with this level uh some some sort of argumentative essay uh or presentation I think so he he wanted to have video from finally jeez uh, conquer's bad fur day and maybe some other violent games i can't remember i feel i only remember recording conquer's bad fur day but, uh but you know his his whole thing was you know about video game violence and you know video game violence isn't bad for you <laughs> you know what whatever the argument that that a that uh that a you know a teenager in uh who in, who felt personally attacked yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, you know, a a 17 year old in uh, 2000, 
uh, one or two thousand early two thousand two would have would have uh, would have said right. Yeah. Um, and so I, I remember capturing some gameplay from Conker's Bad Fur Day so he could put it in his presentation. I specifically remember it was it was like the the scene uh, where uh, he uh, he like encounters these like the the, the Teddy doctors uh, in the World War Two segment. He uh, like you know he like catches them just like kind of talking to each other and then they're like oh wait oh, uh, uh, quick and in, back into character. <laughs> you know, uh, and then you know footage of of then him proceeding to blow them up into uh, fluff. <laughs> <laughs> Probably record more than that, but yeah, it's weird to think that the first game I ever captured, at least the first I ever remember capturing, was, was Conker's Conker's Bad Fur Day. I can't tell you what mine was. I'm just going real slow here. I just don't want to lose this life. And I'm just dragging it out. I mean, here. this is this is a pretty easy boss, but you do have to use some caution. Yeah, well, I'm just so close to like one hit, I'm dead. Yeah. This is a segment that you'd be in trouble with some input lag. The way I'm oh, doing Wait, are you not paying, playing on your PVM? No, I am. I'm just saying it would be... If there was any, I would not be able to do this part with the uh, with one bar of health. I'd probably mess it up. Wow. I mean, the rhythm is the same. I could probably adapt yeah. if I had to, you know? Yeah. All right, so this oh, is Corpse Killer compared to Night Trap. Uh, it, it it was that was that was a digital pictures game that was converted by uh, by screaming villains. Yeah, it's it's available. It's for sale on the uh, on the Switch starting uh, Friday. It started on Friday, like this past Friday. Yeah, I saw that. I I, I mean, I didn't really look at it because I already got picked up the PS4 version. And I was I was really bummed because like. I you, thought it. I it thought it had um, move support, and I move move support, and then I found out that it, it. I assumed that it was like I don't know why. I just assumed it was a two-player game. And I was like all ready to like. I was like gearing up to to stream it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it doesn't have move or two players. <laughs> but I'm still looking forward to playing it. I, I'm sure it'll be fun, but. You know, this is very similar to the other to Shadow Dancer. You only take damage if you actually get attacked, or if you if you t just take damage from like an actual attack. But if you just like touch them, or you only get knocked back. Yeah. This is probably one of the best, my favorite tracks in the entire game. This is a game. This game is pretty hard, even 
uneasy. Corpse party's on limited run now. I didn't I didn't see that. I Corp you know, wait, I, no, no, it's gotta be not corpse party. It's corpse killer is is on there. Oh, some corpse someone, party is, is are they doing corpse party? That's like well, as, no, as I, an I XC remember, game. It seems like they would do it themselves. I remember like uh Oh, was that was that was that Vita or P? That was PSP originally, right? Yeah, but there's been. I remember PC it was like a really that. big deal when it came out. Like people were just gushing about it, and um, someone on the back loggery gifted it to me, and it, it it wasn't, you know, I you know, it just wasn't really my thing. Uh, gaming blows is asking. We voted. I voted the, the second day that was uh, the second day that early voting was available, and I had no idea there was even a like a power like a like a pop, pop like a possible thing to do to go early. Maybe it was just like made it was made such a big deal about, uh, and I will never not vote early from now on because <laughs> it was just like a breezy experience. Well, I can't believe you made that jump in like two attempts. Oh, that's like one of the, yeah. That took me like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I normally just like ran through this before. Like I, I didn't bother attacking the enemies. <laughs> but see, the you're, you're, you're doing exactly the same thing as I did last, last level. See, I think I, I, I was probably too methodical on that level, honestly. I'm pretty sure there's like uh, a because I feel like if I took it a little faster, it would have been better. But this this screen for me, for sure, uh, I I found to be uh, I found to be a lot. Uh, sure. I found to be a lot easier to just run through. I thought this this subway level was one of the easiest parts of the game, actually. Yeah, I mean, like, this one's a lot easier than... Like, the, the enemies, at least. The, um, like, the... You know, as long as you're careful and look out for the the beams, right. you're fine. But the enemies are just, like, placed in, like, the absolute easiest locations. Like, they're rarely placed in, in a spot where they actually... Uh... Uh where they actually can really harm you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I fall behind on donations all of a sudden? Did uh, did I read one from Carter Dodson? Uh, what, is, what does it say? Oh, uh, there we go. I see uh, John DiLoretto is saying this is the best game on the Genesis, and it's like definitely probably top five for me <laughs> there's just something about like early genesis games compared to later genesis games i just think it is so much better especially like that first that first year of genesis games is amazing i'd rather play yeah. almost anything from the first year of the genesis than anything else i mean i i i, I... Contra Hardcore and Rocket Knight Adventures are easily my top two Genesis games, and those are definitely later. 
Uh, but no, I, I, I did miss uh, Carter, Carter Dodson's donation. Thank you. Uh, saying, uh, uh, I turned the stream on expecting, expecting ghouls and ghosts and finding y'all playing Revenge of Shinobi and Zophar's domain is still around. <laughs> <laughs> and a little, little mind-blown emoji there. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, ghouls and ghosts, went, it went a little bit quicker than I thought it was going to. There he is. Uh, I mean, I, I I had faith that it would not take long. Uh, uh, and then there was uh, also a five dollar donation from uh, John D. Loretto, uh, saying, uh, "Loving the stream, guys. Any tips for the analog NT Mini? I'm going to be getting mine this month. Nice. Is, I thought is that, that the Noir. Oh, the Noir. I, I, yeah. Is that, is that shipping now? Uh, they shipping said they said that they're supposed to be shipping at the end of the month, or in the uh, month. You know, since the interface is, is you know, completely... Yeah, we, I don't know if we can have anything to offer. I mean, we Yeah, I mean, you know, it's got interpolation, so... I am, like, like I'm excited, but I'm, like, I'm sad that... It, that, uh, we don't have one. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's got interpolation, so, I mean, in other words, like, I would just set, you know, your horizontal aspect ratio to 4.3 if you're familiar with... The settings of the me uh, Mega SG and Super NT, you know, I think the... This is the best the music setting... in the game, by the way. It's this music that plays right here on this first level. I think the, the settings are going to be very similar. Yeah, yeah, that level does have good music. Um, but I, th I think the setup is going to be very similar to those. Um, you know, uh, I I'm sure it's going to be using Kevtris's, uh scaling engine, which is really, really good. Um... So yeah, I mean, I, I I wish I could say more, but I, I think you're pretty free to scale them however you want, thanks to the interpolation. Uh, you know, on the on the regular NT Mini, uh, you know, you can do like a five x uh, vertical and a six x horizontal, which gives you an integer scale that is reasonably close to the correct aspect ratio. You might lose some. Um, you might lose a little. Uh, uh, you might might lose a little vertical information. Uh, in most games, it wouldn't wouldn't have an impact really, but um, in, uh, in some games, you might lose a little important information, like the HUD or something. Uh, but you know that that's not really going to be relevant since you've got the new interface that has the interpolation, so you can just scale it to fill your screen. Leave it set to four three aspect ratio, and you don't have to worry about shimmering or anything. So, yeah, yeah. man, this this level can be really, the, really well. Tricky. These these jumps, especially like right here, the last couple of jumps, like it's like pixel like, perfect. Pretty uh, close, to perfect. Voltar, this is not Ghouls and Ghosts because I beat it. You said <laughs> you said if I need to, need to beat Ghouls and Ghosts, see, even with Fushin, I still fall in. I, uh, well, you can't you can't see this... you can't see me easily enough to do your double jump. Yeah, I want to say that that it's kind of not safe to do it there. It's safer to actually just do your best double jump. Yeah, I mean so... you beat you beat ghouls and ghosts on professional both loops. Yeah. So someone says, "Oh, this this has amazing water." And this right here, like this the the water, it, that's like back of the box screenshot worthy. Mm. I think. 
I mean, really, there's not that many frames of it, but it is like ar artistically, the frames look very nice. Yeah. Uh, there was also five dollars from Zane's dad uh, saying, "Greatest stream ever! My two favorite Genesis games." And <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you may have similar tastes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd like to know what your opinion is on Golden Axe, which is also an awesome game on the Genesis. I need to get back to trying to, to finish that. Like the the final boss, like the true final boss, is like a load of garbage. <laughs> is so unfair because he has the same spells you do, and there's no dodging them. Nope. Like you really need to uh, use see. Even there, it's like you got to be off of the platform when you jump. Yeah. Uh, was there there was a super chat from Vimeca that saying we answer this, there's his super chat about mechs. That is a, something we missed. I can uh, I can look it up on. I, I think I saw some talk in the chat about the best mech game or something like that. But the I best mech game. I don't I I didn't see it as a super chat. Uh, uh, speaking with, with Voltar in the chat, I uh, I installed his uh, enhanced audio mod in my in my top loader NES. I've been kind of getting getting myself back in the soldering again, like doing some little things. I bought one of those uh, like a like a practice board just to kind of get myself back into it because it's been a little while. Uh, but I installed his 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 mod. In, in my in my top loader and enabled enhanced or expanded audio finally and it's uh it's pretty cool finally and then I had to modify my my honeybee adapter to be able to uh, to be able to play it back with the real cartridge. And uh, that took me <laughs> took me longer than anything else because mm -hmm. there's a lot of information out there that does does not say exactly what I needed to do. So with the, with the top loader, with the, with a front loader, you only have to uh, for a Famicom to NES, you have to go like from pin uh, 46 on the Famicom side to pin 51. Or is it pin 50? It's 54 on the uh, on the NES side. But with the, with a top loader, I guess you, I had to go uh, from 46 to 51, and then then uh, 51 to 54. Because I, I, I tried going directly from 46 to 51 and just did not work. And I could only get it to work once I saw like randomly on a forum saying like, "Oh, you gotta you have a top loader. You have to." You have to uh, go from 46 to 51, then 51 to 54, and then it worked. Here we go. Hmm. Uh, oh, okay. And then not only that, but there's like that guy there's right there. There's another top jump after, though. I think there's one more hard jump. Uh, Raycommend wants to know, uh, which game do you folks find harder, Revenge Shadow Dancer or the original? Of those, I've only finished this one, uh, but I have not 
put. I think the I think the Shadow Dancer is the easiest one. I mean, I finished it on stream. I think I almost like I beat like the hard loop too on it. So, so what was the what was the question about mech games? Did you did you mention? No, I have to. I can look it up in the in the streamlabs. Give me a second. I can jam out to this music for a minute while I do it. Bump, bump, bottom. Um, but Voltar designed this audio amp that just like slots in. A lot of people like the way they would do it before is they would take like a resistor and run like a wire to the uh, NES RGB. But this like puts it all in one little easy two point solder thing. And it, like it like literally just like fits into like like a key into the spot. It's kind of awesome. Um. Oh, Voltar is uh, asking, um, was there ever any response or consensus concerning the image retention on Game Boy IPS mods? So the most common response from people who seemed to know what they were talking about, uh, they said that a lot of like IPS gaming monitors have this feature called overdrive. And I was kind of unclear on whether those monitors may or may not let you adjust the intensity of this feature. Uh, but it sounds like it is designed to reduce the, you know, the pixel response, like well, no, <laughs> maybe it, beyond it, the monitor's it, means. But it, the thing is, I guess I, I did some research on it after, and, like, o the overdrive is what was causing the image retention on my IPS computer monitor. Oh, really? Yeah, if you have it, if you, you can make a change like a setting change in it for like pixel response time like oh. it, like for games like you think you'd want like oh you'd want to just automatically select fastest and i think that's what makes that happen interesting so it sounds like it's trying to defeat some of the limitations of ips in a way that really doesn't work by well overdriving it um, so yeah, there was that image retention, like the motion based, like the flicker based image retention. But then there was also like that weird ghosting, uh, that, that was, I guess what I was referring to when I was talking about overdrive, uh, apparently can make some of that sort of that, that weird, like almost analog like noise, uh, on certain scrolling patterns. Um, people were saying that looked like overdrive effects. So it sounds like this overdrive is something that's just IPS trying to you know overcompensate for its uh weaknesses in a way that kind of doesn't work <laughs> very well at least not for the kinds of i sure wouldn't use the, That's that like the worst place kind to of, die I, I wouldn't pick that kind of screen technology for the uh the kinds of content that we would like to run on them you know yeah uh so really quick the uh the Donation was five dollars Canadian from Vibe Mecca, uh, saying, "Can't wait for the next Armored Core game." What are your favorite me games with mechs or Mecca? Hmm. I mean, the the one that always jumps to mind first for me is Cybernator. Yeah, yeah, Cybernator. Like anything with, like, like the the assault suit series. Assault suit series. Mm. But especially Cybernator. I mean, I, I did. I do not like like Target Earth that much. But but you, but you, like you the, did like the the remake. I like the remake because the yes. remake plays like it feels like Cybernator. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's they kind of dialed it in with that one. 
And I would agree with wow. you. I mean, I like I like Target Earth for nostalgia reasons. I'm not gonna don't feel that it's a very good game. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. exceptionally difficult. I, I really wanna I really wanna play more um, Steel Battalion. I mean, that was that was pretty fun that one time uh, one time I streamed it, but it just it obviously I think it kind of requires a bit of a commitment. Yeah. To get through it, and I just I, I hadn't gotten there yet. Ah. Uh, there was a uh, uh, six nine nine Canadian bucks. Oh. Uh, thank you from uh, Brinstar. I say just got the GC loader today. Woohoo! Highly recommend it. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I got mine set up as well. You know, the, the thing that kind of screwed me up was uh, I, I was I was renaming the wrong file for Swiss. Like, I think you have to, I think, is it the .iso instead of the .dol? Yeah. For just, some reason, like I didn't a, a see the .iso. Like, you have to rename it to, like, boot.iso. And for some reason, I didn't see... The .iso version, I just saw the .dol version. I'm like, oh, I just have to name, rename .dol.boot.iso. It didn't work, and I, I couldn't figure it out until I realized, oh, wait, I, there's also an ISO folder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got. Uh, I have to update the... mine. Mine is with, with Dan, but he, we just got our uh, X stations. And Dan, Dan is installing them into PlayStation ones for us that he'd also put in uh, PS One Digital. That's that's my next generation console that I'm excited about. Yeah, that and your uh, your your Neo Geo flash card. That's yeah. Your... Uh, but what we're talking about really quick, I know that there's a couple of other uh, donations we got to get to, but uh, we were mentioning the uh, the IPS screen. And I, I had the I had the one screen that a lot of people said, oh, that's actually uh, a real uh, AGS 101 screen in it. You just need to turn the pot on the back of it to make it so that it it works better because it won't it doesn't have that that interlacing feel to it. Mm. And uh, it I did it, and it it is a huge improvement. Like I love it. But the thing is, like I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but I feel that. The uh, the the reproduction shell uh, Game Boy Advance that I had, like I just like just does just not feel right. Yeah, uh, oh, the yeah. buttons like are feel too mushy, and like the the D pad feels like too hard to push. Mm-hmm. So what I ended up doing is uh, I had an extra Game Boy Advance. Well, I, I only had one like regular unmodified Game Boy Advance, and uh, a friend of mine had a whole bunch of them. And I traded him some stuff that I had, and he, I was like, oh, if you have any like other consoles, here's what I'm looking for. And he had an extra a Game Boy Advance, so when I got that, uh, I opened up my other like normal, unmodified Game Boy Advance, and I transferred all of the internals in from the uh, the the AGS 101 screen into the uh, like the real system, and it's. It's amazing now. It like it makes like such a huge difference. It just it just feels right. Yeah, I mean I agree. The plastic ones, they're they're just off. Um, but I do like the me- I do like the feel of the metal ones. The metal the metal shells the metal buttons they they are pretty neat. 
Yeah, I, I can see how that would probably feel a lot better. Yeah, it's definitely more premium. Um, you know, I, I'd have to play a little longer to see if, like, you know, it, like, if it flakes off, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So the AGS-101 can't, screen can't be properly uh, driven with this, the stock circuitry and the the uh, original GBA. But what, what's the, so what's that other uh, wire that you have to, that it comes with, you have to like solder to a point on the, the board? Maybe that's what does it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, there was also uh, $2 from uh, Wegra or... Uh, Vegra, I'm not, I'm not sure, sure how you would pronounce that. Just like the Wega, the Wega TVs. I don't know if it's Wega or Vega. <laughs> um, just says sup. And, and honestly, this whole stream is about what's, what's up. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a three from Greg Kraft who just says, just wanted to brag. I finally beat Rondo of Blood. Man, congratulations! I mean, that's yeah, that's that is a what, what a game. I I, I kind of thought about playing it last week actually, but then Corey suggested uh, Castlevania Four, and I'm like, you know that Four feels right. I feel I feel like playing Four. I would love maybe I'll save Rondo of Blood for the for the analog duo. <laughs> It is it is such a good game, but you know what's cool too is that now your save file has like uh, you know you you can see like which of the maidens you have saved, and uh, you can Man. level select, you know, so you can you can unlock all of the content quite easily from your beaten file. That's one of the best features of the game. I think I might. Switch to something else for a little bit here. Uh, and there was uh, uh, also uh, also two dollars from old JPEG, old John Perry G. Oh, thank no you. comment, but thank you. Or well, maybe that two dollars was wanting to see whether you had Godzilla or not. Uh, I no, this is not have Godzilla. <laughs> it has a skeleton. Does anyone else have anything that they or any early Genesis games that they'd like like me to put in? Hmm. What's your most recent acquisition? You you were you were eyeing a Chicky Chicky Boys. Ah, uh, you know I I was very very what? close to a Chicky Chicky Boys. Uh, and I kind of regret not getting it now. Uh, there was one going, it has like, it was complete and I had, it was, it was $150. So I watched it on eBay. I was like, I'm just going to watch, see what it goes for. And, uh, you know, when it doesn't sell right away, you always get like, you know, the seller's making a, an exclusive offer for you. It's like, do you want to do it for 125? I was like, God, do I really want to, want to do this? Because... It's just annoying that the difference between a copy without a manual and a copy with the manual is like twice the price. Like it's like it's like more than that. There's one that's like is in great condition, just the case, 
in the in the cartridge and it was like 65 bucks uh you're not gonna do it though i don't think you're going no do no it. i mean like, i i went i, I looked at it yesterday it, you're gonna do it no i like i don't think i'm gonna i mean i'm like, what you, do you should mean? Just go, i mean just get it over with no i'm not gonna just get it over with i've i i have patience I have patience. Yeah, the prices can continue to go up. I well, that's exactly it. I was talking to Henry Clark about it. He's like, you know, I have a friend, or I knew, I know somebody in a in a group that has it, and he's like, he said he would sell it for one sixty. It's like a great copy. And he says what he's really doing is he's waiting for a little while to see when, if one goes for two hundred, then he's gonna see if he can get more for it. So that's like. It's like it's sure. such a slippery. I don't know that 125 is sound pretty enticing. Well, right? now, but it's gone. It like it went. Oh. It's sold. So, I mean, I'm just gonna keep on watching. I'm gonna see what happens. You know, uh, there there was a uh, five dollars from uh, EB Chill Two again uh, saying, "Can you do an RGB 200 video on the Atari Jaguar for Lord Voltar?" You know, uh, our, our good friends uh, John Linneman and and Adi, uh, you know, want us to to get on out to to germany for for jag fest sometime uh so who who knows uh some someday when we can actually travel to germany uh maybe uh maybe we'll 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 shoot a documentary on jag fest and, jag and do an fest. rgb episode to, to coincide I, I feel like i feel like a jaguar episode would really have to be a, a group effort with john yeah <laughs> uh volta Voltar, I was talking about Chicky Chicky Boys. Chicky Chicky Boys is the... I've kind of had this small little collecting goal. I don't, like, really have a lot of collecting goals, but I've some somewhere along the way I decided it, it would be fun to purchase all of the black grid box Genesis games. Like, basically all, all the uh, first-party Genesis games until they started, like, doing all, like, like the red boxes. And now hold on a second. I I I, for, I I've kind of forgotten by this point. Did, did, are you including the small grid and along with the big well, it's, grid? It started out as the big grid, and then I was like, well, I'm just gonna do the small grid too. And uh, I so I, I just have one left. I just have Chicky Chicky Boys left, which is like oh, I I didn't know you were. What was the most recent? The most recent one that I got. Yeah. Uh, I well, I got Toki, Alien Storm, oh, okay. and uh, and Home Alone. So I'm like okay. down to Chicky Chicky Boys is like the last. Uh, wow. But I like I'm 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 in no I'm in no rush. It'll it'll happen if it doesn't happen. If it doesn't happen, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be sad or anything like that. But I mean, I, I, I'm I don't patient. know. You've gotten this close. <laughs> I like I hit this. Oh, uh, and uh, looks like uh, Adam Adam Delbridge. Uh, uh, countered uh, Greg's donation, uh, saying, uh, "Not bragging, Greg, but I just beat Snatcher for Sega CD." <laughs> I could play some Home Alone. I'll play Home Alone. I'll, I'll put that yeah, in right now. Hey. Do it. Uh, I, I see uh, Gaming Blows donation, but I'll uh, I'll wait for for Corey to come back to read that. 
but I did. I, I, I streamed Cheeky Cheeky Boys. I, I really liked it, but I, I'm pretty sure I don't have a manual. I got it for like $60. What? Oh, the Cheeky Cheeky Boys? So there's only one thing I can say about this game. Is, uh, is, is, holy cow. Holy cow. <laughs> holy cow. Have you ever seen, um, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon? Uh, no. Really? Oh, it's, it's amazing. Do you know what it is? I I don't. It's uh it's like it's a mockumentary of like it's like inspired by like the slasher horror genre. So it like it it's following this guy who is like he's going to be like the next Jason Voorhees basically. <laughs> And he's like, you know, talking about, you know, how he's all prepping for, you know, his big night, uh, you know, playing it out and like, you know, sort of the rationale behind a lot of the, the genre tropes and stuff like that. This is what I, this is how I like to play games right here. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, just, uh, just rewatched that last week and, uh. I was, you know, I was you know, doing what you do after a movie and, you know, w looking up the, the Wikipedia article and, and clicking through the links of the actors and stuff. And the the main uh, uh, girl who is like the, she's like the reporter that is like the main documentarian uh, in it. She was like, uh, she was like one of... Uh, Macaulay Culkin's like siblings or cousins or whatever in mm -hmm. Home Alone. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of random. I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised you haven't seen that. It's is really good. It's pretty funny. It's got um. It's got Robert England like kind of in like the Loomis style role. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of, that's fun. Yeah. All right, so I got to put these traps around. Uh, Voltar, it's called uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. It's uh, it's on Netflix right now. Or no, it's, uh, it's free on Amazon Prime. It's really, really good. Uh, but anyway, uh, gaming blues. Uh, you know, we, we we got a bit of a bit of a, a stream of braggers going on. Although he says not bragging, but I've beaten <laughs> Prism for real. For real, I think that is brag worthy. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> Mac Matt is yeah, definitely worth like, it. I, I actually saw your comment and I was going to comment on it. But then it was like right when Corey came back and, and I got distracted. <laughs> uh, Bob Belly Punch donated $2. Thank you. 
uh, saying, I'm spending $2 to ask if McBat64 is worth $2, okay? <laughs> uh, McBat. I, I, I feel like McBat64 was like the best dollar nine on I ever spent. Maybe not, but it's up there. Certainly the best dollar nine nine I've ever spent on a video game. Um, uh, and you know, you've probably got like Wii, or not Wii, I don't know why I said Wii. <laughs> you've probably got like those like- Talking about that Wii? Uh, those star credits or whatever you get. You know, you probably got enough to even bring the price further down or for maybe for free. You know, the, the, the loyalty points, whatever. I can't remember what they're called. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's nothing to it, really. There's no, like, you can't really die in it. There's not really enemies. There's, like, not any significant puzzles. Uh, it's it's very straightforward, but boy, it, it it's just, it's pleasant. You know, you can 100%. Look at the setup in, right here. Like less than an hour and a half. Wow. I don't, I don't like how the TV is not centered between the speakers, though. That kind of bothers me. Well, there's a lot of serious stereo equipment. Oh, yeah. I just think the TV needs to be centered. I don't even know. I don't know what I'm doing at all in this. Whoa. Like there's like there giant is. hams on that. Oh, couch. geez. Oh, he got me. Oh, he's like. <laughs> oh, then I just like blast him in the back. Look at that. It's going to. Well, Scepter Sever says, uh, been on the lookout for No More Heroes 2. That's, that's getting a little pricey these days, isn't it? Is it? Maybe. D so, have you been following anything with the uh, the re-releases that just came out on the Switch? No, I haven't. Does, I mean, I, are they... I mean, I, if anybody in the chat has played it... Look at it, they have got, got some arcade, arcade games in here, too. I want to say someone in the in the Discord said... Uh, are, they, are they... Can you play them without motion controls? What do I want to know? Well, I think they said that the Joy-Cons work pretty well for it, but I don't know if they, like, completely patched it out or anything. What do I do with the tire? There's, like, there's like no sound effects. There's just music. What line of work did Mr. McAllister do to be able to afford all this? Did, did, did the movie never clarify that? Yeah, I was just, I mean, I thought he was like a, maybe like a lawyer or something like that. He seems like he would have been. Yeah, probably just some, some boring, stereotypical rich job. <laughs> the wet bands have so now looted, have looted the mansion. The house is now flooded. <laughs> It's now flooded. Just because it got robbed, it's flooded. It's been so long since I've I've seen the movie. Oh yeah, I, I think watched, I watched it with my kids last year. I watched it. Uh, I watched the um, the how what was the series on Netflix called? The movies that made us. Yeah. I watched, I watched that. There. That was that was that was pretty cool. Like uh, it's it's actually kind of crazy to think like how difficult it was to get made 
like just like lots of studio like the studio was like not that into it yeah because like they thought that like movies just like featuring some kid was just like too big of a risk because you didn't have like a big like name actor on it well I did watch uh, watch Ghostbusters with the kids for the first time. Oh, did you get through it? I, I thought you said that that uh, they were kind of not too sure about it at first. Oh no 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 they they were definitely this I think it was something else that that was the case that was, they were unsure on. But no, we watched Ghostbusters and uh, they loved it. I mean, they they thought it was amazing. Uh, did, did Monty watched it, it twice actually. Did did they think it was? funny or did they just think it was like cool i think they just thought it was really cool well they just they really like like slimer mm -hmm. like oh it's it's slimer <laughs> what's really Were funny is slimer from like other stuff i guess so but it's like he's like never even referred to as slimer and in, in like the the movies it's like always oh, slimy. Yeah, he's me, really like. I mean, he, that was like yeah, a real Ghostbusters thing. But then I, you know, I had to capture a little footage of the Ghostbuster game, and mm. they totally call him Slimer in that. Hmm. So. Yeah, he's really not a thing. Yeah. In the, in, in the movies, hardly at all. Just eating, eating some hot dogs. Right. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that, like, I was, I was curious to see, like, how the kids would react or if they'd like even understand. And you know, this is—it's definitely a movie that, you know, is is a product of its time in terms of the, the you know, it's it's just it's not like a like a straight up kids movie. <laughs> no. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff in there that I was you know it's very I was I was I mean that I knew it was was coming but I never really thought of it as in like oh I'm gonna watch this with my kids right. like some of that stuff you know I mean I saw it when I was probably like I don't know what I'm doing in this seven or eight I mean I, I very I mean I think I told the story when we had Dustin on the stream yeah that you saw and I saw like we were like traveling somewhere and i remember like we rented it because we were in like a hotel room i remember watching it but like i thought i thought it was based on the show like no one ever told me otherwise until like i somehow found that out when i was in high school that like the movie came first like i just i was like never really exposed like no one i really knew was like all that into Ghostbusters or anything. I just thought it was some, I just thought it was some, you know, kid show and toys that I liked as a kid. And I didn't, I saw the movie, but I thought it was based on, you know, I, I had no idea. Like, like I knew like who Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray were, but like I was too young when I saw the movie to know who they were. Yeah. And, so like I never realized later that like these you know famous comedians are you know were the Ghostbusters yeah 
until much later. So I, you know, had no idea that it, A, wasn't a kid's movie, and B, like, had, was, was a comedy. Like, that was not how I saw it when I was a kid, you yeah. know? I mean, you think of it as, like, I think a lot of people think of it as an action movie, but there's, like, there's really not, like, a lot of action in the movie at all. No, I mean, it's it's definitely a comedy, but it's, like, it's got that 80s brand of comedy similar to, you know, Back to the Future. Yeah. Which is, like, it's not really about jokes, you know? Right. It's just, like... Well, I mean, there's so many, like movies of the time like the jokes that they made they, they they just like come at you rapid fire like so many movies now it's almost like they pause after they make a joke like so you can laugh mm. yeah I mean like in 80s movies the jokes are so like it's either just like it's a funny situation or like the the things that they say it's just it's funny dialogue that's almost incidental yeah. And like, if you're not like, they're not broadcasting. Like this is a joke, you know? Right. They're yeah. just, uh, you know, I mean, I think, I think that's the difference. And that, I think that that helps them be more timeless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like everybody is really funny in you know, and, and I feel that it's, it's it's definitely one of those movies. The more you watch it, you'll always pick something else up. And it's oh. really it's it is really funny that like Vinkman like really doesn't know what he's doing. Like most of the time, he just like does not want to admit that he doesn't really know. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd rather just like kind of make other people feel stupid instead of like admit that he <laughs> that he doesn't know. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, there's always just like, you know, the dialogue is really subtle. Like, it's just, you know, things yeah. like, you know, listen, do you smell that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, you know, where do these stairs go? They go up. <laughs> like, like, if you're not like, like, the first, th- those are the kind of things like the first time you watch the movie, like you, th- you probably aren't even thinking about. It. Yeah. Then, like, you watch it again and again and again, you're like, wow, that's really funny. <laughs> I mean, it's... If you've never really watched it, it, you know, Big Lebowski is very much like that. I need to watch it again because, like, I did not get it. Oh, it is it is it is a movie that, like, after you see it once, you are, you will, you'll pick up on it a lot more. Yeah, I, I can definitely see it being that kind of movie. The first time it's I, I saw it, I was like, I didn't, I didn't really care for it, and then I didn't watch it for years and years and years, and then I decided to give it another shot, and it was just, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Is is it on your Voodoo? Yeah, it's in 4K also on there. Hang on, I'm gonna play something else. Yeah, it didn't look like you were doing anything fun in that game. <laughs> Sad to say. (laughs) 
Joe says, uh, are, are you back yet? Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Uh, Joe, Joe said uh, he just tuned in to see some ghouls and ghosts being played on the awesome Jins emulator. I know. I it's... simulation I'm seeing isn't very accurate. It doesn't even look like the same. <laughs> yeah, the the S in there is from is a letter that I forgot to take off from SNES from last last week. Oh, is there a Jins emulator? Mm-hmm. Is, and then there was like Genesis. Uh, I, I I beat it though. I beat Ghouls and Ghosts. You, you, you I'm professional. You, like, beat it so hard. I mean, you did it. You did it on on professional, yeah. or is that what, what what's the highest difficulty? Called? Yeah, professional. I mean, that's that's the real way to play it. I guess that's a, I, I guess that's been a really long standing Capcom thing, isn't it? Like yeah, on the highest I, I like Joe is definitely has has very similar feelings on Ghouls and Ghosts than that as as I do. I mean, I would say that I, I, Joe, if you're still here, would you say that Ghouls and Ghosts is probably in the the top five your top five favorite Genesis games? I mean, it's it is a game that I feel is. For me, is like almost infinitely replayable. There was uh, uh, there was uh, two dollars from from old JPEG <laughs> saying I don't roll on Shomer Shabbles. Oh, I don't roll on as a. Uh, so, uh, Shomer, Shomer, uh, what is the, what is the word? Is it Big Lebowski? Uh, yeah, something? yeah, it's, a um, the holiday. What is it? Oh. Is it there? Is it, uh, oh, Shomer Shabbos. <laughs> oh, I guess I read it wrong. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, you know, when I watched that, I want to say that was like real early and, uh, and like, I'm like, I'm looking at the chat. Days. I keep on. <laughs> and like, when I say video streaming days, I'm not really talking video streaming days because this was like. Uh, on the PS3, I assume you can still do this, but like you could buy, uh, I don't know, maybe you can even do it on PS4. I don't know, but you could like either buy or rent movies on the PlayStation Store to like download, and like if you rented it, you, you know, you. You know, you had to play it within like 24 hours or 48 hours or, or whatever. Um, but I read a bunch of movies uh, that way. Uh, like, I, I really got into it. So that was like not streaming, but, you know, essentially the same experience, right? 
Uh, that was, you know, that that felt like a really accessible way for me to check out a lot of movies that yeah I you know, was curious about or had heard about, but you know, I didn't have TV anymore, uh, and you know, it, it just seemed like a really good way to to check out a bunch of movies. I don't know if anyone else really got into that. You know, remember when uh, when Netflix streaming became a thing, you had to you had to have a a boot disc. Oh right, to yeah. PS3 at first. Oh, man, I'm pretty sure I did do that for a little bit, but I don't think it was that long before there was an actual Netflix app. I mean, I did the I did the the uh like the dvd thing for a good while oh yeah so did i and there's there's still people out there that just do the dvd thing still yeah i mean it's i it's i it's i I find it surprising that it's like it's still a service that is offered yeah i mean i'm i'm terrible at this i i forget what uh I forget what the cost of that is now. And of course, Netflix's streaming prices you know, go, gone up, and I think I just read it's going up again. Um, I you know I think the main reason I I gave up on the on the discs though. I mean, it is pretty easy way to get 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 access to some movies, but. Um, I think it was a big extra cost for Blu-rays. Like, I'm just, you know, DVDs look good on CRTs, but I'm kind of over DVDs for playing on the big screen. Uh, I did do that one. Mythgard. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what we're about to play. Look, look at look at those ray traced reflections in the water. There. Yep, all real time. Don't really understand why movies still get released on DVD. I mean, you know, there there must be a bigger market for it than you think. I mean. You know, I, I bet a lot of people still just have a DVD player. I, I, I bet it's I bet it's a bigger market than you think. Um, What's going on with the music here? Uh, hang what, on. Uh, what is this? Hang on. I think it's just like having a hard time syncing to it. Oh, you need to be on 59.87 yeah. for Genesis. There you go. That's better. Uh, this is Jewel Master. Jewel, is, is it is it related to anything else, or is it kind of a standalone thing? Uh, it's a standalone thing. This is something that I've never really played that much. Because Excuse me. Uh, it, has, it, it has kind of a generic-looking box art. Excuse me. Box art. So, I mean, back in the day, I was like, it was never something that I would would have really given a, a second thought to. 
see. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not an amazing box. It's just like a hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you consider it a grid game? Oh, wait, no, that's the Mega Drive box. Yes. Okay. No, so no it's, 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 it's a grid, grid game, yeah. yeah. I'm not familiar with um, I think it's considered, like, pretty decent, though. I mean, it looks pretty decent. What was the deal with that equipment screen? It looked like there was like a lot of. Well, yeah, I mean, you probably get a lot of different. Uh, rings? A lot of rings. I, I like that he when he walks though, like his upper body, like just like does not move at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I walk around. Do like you a, do different attacks like with different buttons, or do you yeah. like change what jewel you're using? Yeah, it looks like I'm. Yeah, I can put them on different hands. Well, oh, so I can just go speed up. That aren't on hands. Fireball. Okay, you can mix and match them. That's kind of cool. Ha! Huh. So now I can shoot awesome. fireballs. And a barrier. So it's like you like combine like make. I your get own it. Spells. So like like the A button is your left hand and the B button is your is your right hand. I mean, this looks. I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna look this up. How long have you had this? Uh, since like June, I think. I was there's been many times where I almost streamed it. It looks, looks kind of good. Uh, how much did you spend on? Uh, I mean, it's, it's not super cheap. I think I spent it as like 25, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, here's like cart and box is 25, but then there's like complete that's like 45. No manual, 29. I mean, that's, that's not terrible for a Genesis game. I don't know. I think it looks kind of cool. It was given some sync drops. Is yeah, it, I mean, it's just, I think it's just, maybe it's just one of those games that. One of those games, yeah. Like, has some sort of interruption on the load screen or something. Yeah, I mean, there's certain ones, like, they just, like, react weirdly. Uh, one that I didn't even realize was a, was a thing until I thought it was an issue with the uh, SC to SNES yesterday, and now I realize that it is not. Uh, you know, Mega Man X, if you're playing on a one chip. Uh, it'll give you a sync drop when it first goes to the stage select screen. Like the first time or every time? Uh, at least the first time, but then it'll also drop sync when you select a stage and it like the screen flashes before the uh, boss appears, you know, like as the, the intro uh, causes a, a sync drop. And uh, it does not do that on an original system it only happens on a one chip and i was looking into it and it's like oh you can fix that on the ossc by by adjusting the the sync uh v vith or whatever it is like the vth and uh it didn't help at all <laughs> for me in my situation uh so i mean i go back and forth in my setup of like using the original snes as like my main one 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm using my, so well, my Voltar RGB. You should, you should pop in uh, when you get a chance. You should put in Mega Man X see if it gives you a sync drop. I think the only way to fix it is to use the, uh, like, get a, like a de-jitter mod. But I'm like, I, surely, I, I I've, surely I've tried that. Of course, I mean that's with the mini. I mean, no, I mean I tried on the mini. Unmodified one chip. Uh, this was on a this was on a on a unmodified one chip. Because I the mm -hmm. reason I was really trying it is because so the, and I I talk about this in the in the video the SC to SNES, uh, has a couple of settings that was added like two firmwares ago that are specifically for uh, for one chip systems, which is actually, kind of, I think is kind of neat because like you don't really hear anybody talk about it. There's one where you can uh, lower the brightness slightly. It's just like a, you can go to like, go to like negative eight, but if you go to like negative one, you get like correct video levels. Huh. Uh, and there's also like a, a one, like one chip transient fixes, which uh, fixes some of the issues that certain games have on one chip systems. Hmm. Which is just kind of a neat thing about it, I think. I, I, I mentioned those a little bit. I was not going to originally, but then I was like, you know, I'm just going to I'm gonna put this stuff in there. Look at him, he's just like cruising around. This is like, I don't know why I'm just don't understand how to play it, maybe. Uh, I think the the official uh, SC SNES Game Boy firmware is is close. And same, I think the it's probably gonna have save states in it as well. Cause I think I saw some tweets I was looking yesterday from Macario One saying that they were working with uh, furious who is doing the the save state at uh, like firmware and akario one had a couple of things that they wanted done to it like to account for before putting it releasing as an official firmware so it's got to be pretty close i want to put the attack On B. What if I put B? Oh, so that doesn't do anything if I put that. Huh. What? I mean, it's just interesting. I mean, it, it feels like a game where, you know, as you get more rings, you could become pretty powerful. Yeah. I mean, you probably just kind of have to take it slow, I'm guessing. Right. Like, it looks like maybe it could have more of, like, a Alicia Dragoon sort of pace to it. Right. Just got to take your time and collect, right. collect yeah, some it of It kind of makes me think of Kickmaster a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. It's always interesting. I, I See, this is something I... It does not seem like something you would say, oh, this looks pretty good. This is like something I'm going to... I don't know. Like, something, something about this calls to me. I, I like the... That ring equipment. Oh, I can system. attack upwards, too. 
seems cool. Oh, see, okay, I just got that ring. Oops. I mean, like, there, there is something about, like, generic fantasy environments that kind of speaks to me. <laughs> like, so, so, something about it, like, you know, like... Yeah, I mean, it almost looks a little... Gauntlet bit like, or whatever. Like, little, it's not something I've ever put a lot of time into, but I see it, I'm like, I kind of like that. A little legendary axe-ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you got a bit of that D&D that &D vibe, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know if it's fair to call like Dark Souls or whatever like generic fantasy. I mean, there, there is an art to it for sure. Uh, but like, you know, I, that, that kind of just like very simple sort of, you know, fantasy with you know knights and castles and you know nothing nothing special about it necessarily sometimes i just sometimes i just really like that yeah i mean i could see myself getting so the character does just as the character looks like he belongs in castlevania i mean it, it does look like he he could he could be a belmont cousin. yeah he does look he looks very like richter-esque yeah or i mean he's, he's like simon with richter colors yeah, that, that'd be a better way to put it. He's just kind of a blend of the two. There was, um, there was, uh, 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 I'm trying to parse your, your username here. One deck HK. <laughs> I'm guessing that's one deck Hong Kong because it's 25 Hong Kong dollars. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, was saying great to catch you guys on my lunch break. Yep. Oh man, if, if if you are in in Hong Kong, I well, I don't even know what time that would be. Well, I mean, probably a roughly twelve hour difference, I would guess. So probably probably around lunchtime over there, I would guess. Sir, I don't think I have the life bar. I don't see it. Unless it's those life jewels bar? there. Around me. What you should stream sometime is is a Mystic Defender. Yeah, I really should. That's a, that's another one that I'm. I've definitely considered it a, a few times. I'm I'm a, I'm pretty. That's another that's another early Genesis game that I think is is pretty awesome. Have you? Have you I have, have you finished it. it. I, I I beat it legit like back in the day, and it took me several days. Oh, back like, in the day. Yeah, several days of of trying. Oh, it's it's twelve noon in Hong Kong, <laughs> and four a.m. wherever Mike May is, <laughs> uh, uh, somewhere in Europe, oh, I suppose. It's a little bit after eleven here. I was looking at it and I said, "Oh, it's it's eleven o'clock." So I still got a bunch of time. And it's like, no, actually, we <laughs> we don't. I mean, I feel overall starting the stream Ooh, like a little Santa. Uh, starting the streams an hour earlier. Uh, probably makes the stream more accessible to more people than otherwise. I would. I yeah. Would uh, you know, you know, every once in a while we'll get a, you know an Australia or a Japan or a Hong Kong. Uh, but whew, it's like 
possibly more likely if uh, we start earlier. Yeah, I see. I didn't think you beat Mystic Defender back in the day because you um you were going to a video on like the whole like series. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know people don't really know that it's like kind of like based on some stuff and connected. Yeah, I mean no, it's it's good. It's it's a really fun. It's 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 challenging for sure, but uh, I I I've really liked it. It's really funny because it's kind of like normal. And then like by level three, it turns into like this crazy, like HR Giger inspired alien thing. Cool. Let's see if we can see some demos, if it shows any later levels. This is going to be one you're going to be looking out for, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I mean, I looked it up on eBay. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little you know, I, my, I've been short on retro purchases this year, you know? Yeah. Not been a lot of, not, not, not exactly been. Oh, look at all these rings. Earthquake. Much. Look at all those rings. Oh, is this the demo? Yeah. I just want to see what there is. Oh, look, fireball, like, stops them in their tracks. Faces on the side of the like mountain. Well, maybe that was the earthquake he was doing. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what it was. Earthquake. Like, is there any MP? Like, can you just do all attacks? Like, can you just spam all attacks? Yeah. Look at that. Including the including the one on the right, because that one doesn't have like a bar at all. No, that's not a bar. That's the health. That's life bar. If you watch, it's 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 hard to understand. I didn't understand until the very end here, what was going on. But the more hits you turn, like the jewels will will turn gray. And gray nice. essentially equals uh, empty. Yeah. Is your is your mouth health based on what gems you equip? I don't know. It looks looks kind of looks kind of cool. <laughs> Look, it's got those ray traced reflections and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that might do it for us for this week. I guess so. I'm going to go and I'm going to work on. Uh, well, maybe I'll work on the episode for a little bit. I don't know. Part of the reason we're doing our streams earlier and ending on time. Well, is, the thing is, is, like, you know, like I need like a little bit of time to wind down. And it's I, like I'd rather wind I'm down. We're working on episode winding down. <laughs> oh, I, I, I do. Well, whatever <laughs> suits you. I consider playing video games winding down. Uh, episode will be out this week. The EverDrive update episode will be out this week. I'm saying it now. Uh, I just have to do the the. I just have to edit the SC to SNES segment. I have all the gameplay and everything uh, recorded and everything. I just need to put together like a couple of comparisons and uh, uh, shoot some B-roll of the actual thing. And it shouldn't be, should not be that bad. So this has uh, been a lazy doggy today. This has been a lazy <laughs> day, Sandy. Um, no, I mean the difference is, is that you know at, when the stream ends at like twelve thirty or something like that, then I just like need this time to wind down before I would go to bed at like one o'clock. But if I finish at eleven, I can edit for. You know, just kind of get things, this last segment strung out, 
which is basically just take all the VO that I've already edited and just like put in the moments where I might uh, do like segment changes and stuff like that. But we'll see. Yes, correct. We are starting early going forward. I mean, yeah, not just for want, today, but from I, I, I don't into the I don't, future. I don't know if I mean, I know some regions do daylight savings time switches at a different week. We just had daylight savings time today. So, you know, if you're in another country where it was not daylight savings time, then you might have not realized that we were actually an hour earlier. Uh, but, but that doesn't, but doesn't really have anything to do time, with We're seeing with this time even after uh, daylight savings time. And yeah. March or whatever. It, 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 the fact that it's daylight savings time does like, not have anything really to do with anything. Well, it's just that I thought of it like two weeks before daylight savings time. And I was like, oh, that'd be a good time to do it anyway. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it really doesn't have anything to do with it. We're, we're starting the streams at 8 Eastern. And ending, you know, between 11 and 1130, um, you know, officially ending 1130, you know, really try to hang it up or officially ending by 11, really try to hang it up by 1130. That's, that's yeah. the idea anyway. That Just is because it's, it's a bad way to start the week. Yeah. Going to bed at, you know, one, one or, yeah. you know, one, one thirty or, or later uh, because you've streamed so late. So should be better for y'all too especially if you're also east coasters <laughs> right and i mean i guess it also helped i mean my kids are not in school tomorrow or the next day so it's not like i gotta be up super super early like i do when they have to be at school uh it is not cold down here actually i just have this hat on it's not it's totally not cold down here I don't know how it's going to be later on. Uh, it's going to be nice. Uh, you know, I'm sure sure your house is going to feel a lot nicer inside during the winter. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I just spent a lot of Your house was cold in the winter. It was so cold. It was, yes, it was very cold. It's, <laughs> it was so cold. Yes. Um, I, I, I definitely do not miss that. Uh, the, does the, uh, regarding the Mega Everdrive Pro, does the extra features Sega CD Master System emulation work on a Nomad? Uh, it will only work if you have the, like a triple bypass mod on it. That will enable that stuff. But if not, you know, it's essentially like a Genesis 3 without, which it, it needs to be modded to work on, on that stuff. Uh, I don't know when the WKRP turkey drop is this year. I don't know. It's not something I've like really thought about. <laughs> Anyways, I think that'll do it. Thanks yeah, everybody who uh, that, uh, EverDrive episode. Uh, you're you're working on like the last segment of it. Yeah, it's like I mean I it's it's right now it's looking like 50 minutes long. Uh. So, I mean, it's funny because the, the last EverDrive video was 25 minutes. And this is like twice as long to cover a lot less. I don't know how it happens. But uh, that, that'll that be out this week. I have like the last, like the last segment is like 11 minutes, which is what I have left to do. So 100% this week. Yeah, it's, it's happening this week. 
And then we'll see y'all on Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Heck yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, uh, thanks, everybody who donated and everybody who hung in there has been and joined at the, uh, the the earlier time. And we'll see you see you soon. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>